Welcome to the slab. Today's guest is Tyler Kashner. How are you doing, Tyler? Dude, I'm doing great, dude. I'm happy to be here. Way closer to the microphone. That's <laughs> oh shit. Okay, there you yeah, go. I'm good. Yeah, now you hear yourself. How are you doing? Dude, I'm good. You're good. Hell yeah. This is a very unique slab episode. This is, man. Before we start, what is the slab to you? I think the slab is a is a free space for ideas and and true conversation to be held between two people about certain topics and we're going to talk about the cool stuff and paint and shit and have a fun time and it's whatever you want it to be that's fucking right we are painting this is the first ever slab painting i mean what sal and i did in his episode it was art eating all that popeyes that's very true now tyler before we start the podcast there's some amazing looking whiskey that you have been very much recommending to everyone, including me. Would we perhaps want to crack into that? Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. All right, cool. Um, so the process here, I'm just going to move all this stuff over. Sounds good. Okay. Okay, so what we've got is it is <clears throat> Distillers Select Woodford Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This shit will put some hairs on your chest. All right. We're Dude, doing this, it. This is that good shit, though. We're doing it on the rocks. That's what we're doing here. Yeah, on the rocks. Right. Like gentlemen. Like gentlemen. All right, we got some water, which water is for pussies. People who drink water are fucking crazy. Just drink whiskey. All right, Tyler. How much you want? Yeah, let's, get, let's get, like, up to the rocks. Oh, shit. Damn. Not all the way, okay. but like there. Yeah, yeah. Both. Like that. Okay. Let's do it. This is uh this is some crazy shit, actually. Alright. Let's cap this up. Tyler. Cheers, my man. Cheers to the first slab painting episode. Oh I forget, man. I forget how good this shit is. Dude, this shit's so smooth. Do you know this is the reason we can't be on Twitch? Because they don't allow alcohol to be drank. Really? Yeah. You can't drink alcohol on Twitch. There was a CSGO streamer got banned because every time he would like like do like the um, loot box sites to try to see if he could get some good skins or not. He was like wasting a ton of money. And he would take a shot every time he got like a really bad item. And he took so many shots. He started vomiting on stream. And then fucking they, they banned his stream. Dude, but that, that stream was probably hyped, though. They were probably going crazy. <laughs> it was hype as fuck. Can you imagine the chat? Dude, chat, chat was going crazy. Dude, Twitch chat has unlimited energy, right? Nothing. Nothing is going on in whatever stream you're watching, and they're just fucking posting Hitler and screaming at each other Dude, and promoting crazy. websites. It's unbelievable. Infinite energy. Ah, okay. Now, the... Ooh. I love the way that it warms you up, you yeah, know? Kinda, you really kinda, you really feel it down the it's throat. Like it's like a fire in, like, deep in your chest. No, that's what it feels like. I feel like Tony Stark with a fucking... That's what Reactor going. Right, that's how I feel right now. Yeah. It's unbelievable. All right. There are some canvases behind us. Dude, let's get these things out, man. They are pre-primed, so we can do whatever we want. I would probably do something very similar in the style to over there. But I remember you had a theme, and I wanted to do that style for me, but using your theme. See, I'm 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 trying to think about the theme. The theme I'm thinking about doing 
is <clears throat> mixing the brown and the dark and whatever dark colors we have. Okay. To create like a bright like distance in a hallway, but infinitely far away. So it's going to be kind of like an impressionist sort of deal, like kind of sloshy details. It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. Surrounded by darkness, but it's still there, but it's just infinitely far away. Okay. That's that's the painting. Damn. All right. Something. Well, I say let's start. The paint is right behind you by the candle, which was probably a terrible place to put it. But there it is. We're locked the fuck in right now. <laughs> All right, yeah, take the colors you want first. Okay, I'll see what I can do. It's purple. That's a pretty dope one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the little purple one is like, that. Will, that's a good little accent piece. Okay. You know, when you hear something fall, but you don't know where it is because there's too many cables. I can't wait to go all wireless. It's going to be great. All right, one more. Ugh. You got it. You got it. Yep. You got it. Jeez. That was, that was a ballsy play for people who watch that. We could get like a stream highlight or something. There's more paint. Oh fuck. Is it the little purple one? I can't believe I asked you to do this. (laughs) It's been knocked. It's been knocked over. All right. Akuba, you could just. What? (laughs) You just go grab it. I mean, you were closer. That's why. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. Speaking of closer, closer to the mic. Yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm still adjusting, you know, to the vibe. I gotcha. You're back in. You're locked in. I gotcha. Okay, let's see. Do we actually need the last one? What color is it? I don't see if there's anything back there, actually. Okay, then we might just be good with these. Okay, sweet. Yeah, take the colors you want first, and I'll take the ones I need. Okay, this one. talk like towards the mic so if your head is turned you're like i got you see what i mean yeah it requires a lot i'm gonna i think i'm gonna get graphite i'm gonna (laughs) gonna get graphite and then maybe blue okay purple okay yeah grab those are cool colors yeah for the light at the end of the tunnel type stuff while you're grabbing those colors you gotta tell me more about the shirt and the skate park deal so for those of you not watching on YouTube who can't see the video, he's wearing this shirt. It's Cream City Skateboard Park. Yes. That's fucking badass. Ah, oh, I love the name. <laughs> Dude, my, my, my uncle's my uncle's a character, man. He's a real character. Like that's just that's just like the story behind the name, dude. Like I remember he remember he told me like while he was building it, him and his buddies were just like sloshed the whole time. <laughs> Straight up. They built a whole place while they were drunk. Yes. Yeah, oh, like fuck. Just, just on, like, paths, man. I feel like that's what countries with, like, really restrictive drug laws are like. Like, Japan. How much does Julian talk about how much they drank in Japan? Because what else do you do there? Everything's hey, dude, illegal. If you, have, if you have any drugs, you're going to get busted. Then you're going to yeah, get everyone, probably, like, I think that for <clears throat> a U.S. citizen, you just never get to go back. Yeah, it's, like, really bad. Yeah, but it's, like, that's why everyone smokes over there. And and drinks because there's no alternatives. It's yeah. like that or heroin. Like that's it. There's no in between. It's kind of crazy, man. Yeah, a little bit of weed there could do some good. I feel like <laughs> a little bit. If we brought weed to Japan, uh, that would suck because I feel like 
the precision <laughs> of the country would be off. You know, it's a very yeah, precise. Yeah. They make very detail-oriented, reliable products. The people are very, like, very strong people. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Strong-minded. They go into it. I feel like if you brought some weed in, it would, it would all fucking, it would just fall to bits. Whereas here in the Western Hemisphere... <laughs> Oh, yeah. We're, the Americas, yeah, America. dude. Every, everyone from fucking. We actually, no, we're not even people to talk if we think about it from a real perspective. Dude, weed is legal in Alaska. Come on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, grab your colors. Sorry. I think I'm good with these. Okay. You can go for the rest of them if you want. Okay. Cool. I'll make I'll make what I can with these colors. You can also do. You can just use the paint, dude. Like, no, yeah, can I can't. No, yeah, like, yeah. When you're done, um. I'll just ask you because I think the blue is something I want to use. But we will see. Actually, it would be cool to just use these three. Like these three are really interesting colors. It's just green, brown, and orange. Oh my god. It's just the water. <laughs> oh, there's just a puddle of like oil on my plate. There's the paint. Okay. And the orange. All right, so Tyler, this is this shirt is from Cream City Skate Park. Yeah. So your uncle owns that place. Yeah, man. Like, what are family gatherings like in your family? Dude, everybody's always late, man. It's kind of <laughs> it's sometimes it's kind of bogus, but also at the same time, it's like amazing. Okay. Because, well, like you know, they're my family. Like, for sure, of course. Like, I love seeing them. It's just. Um, Everybody's always late. That's kind of like the Cashner thing. Like everybody's always late to everything. Like you, you guys run on Cashner standard. Yeah, time. we kind of like if we don't expect built like at least a few people to run like twenty, thirty minutes late, then we're not behaving like ourselves. Because sometimes people just roll up whenever you know. I feel that. That's that was Chris and I yesterday with the pasta. Man, how was that, dude? Dude, it was the best pasta ever. I think we made about f seven pounds of it. Look like, seriously, we we're holding it. Like, he was like, yo, Kubo, I'm going to cook something while we're cleaning. I go, okay. He was just grab all of my pasta. So I grabbed, like, whatever was left in the box. He goes, no, I meant all of my pasta. And I grab another box. And we have this just, I mean, massive, massive pot full of spaghetti and boiling water. Yeah, dude, I'm not sure if I can actually deliver on this light at the end of the tunnel. Type. Dude, I'm just going to paint something. <laughs> that sound, yeah, that sounded really... Um, Sounds too descriptive, man. That's just like the... You're really limiting yourself. <laughs> oh, oh, I squirted some of the That's paint right. in the other paint. Oh, oh damn. Well, now you're going to... Dude, your light at the end of the tunnel is going to be a little different. That's the beautiful thing about art. Happy little accidents, right? Bob Ross. Should I have worn a white shirt to paint? I know, dude. That's, that's <laughs> I was questioning even bringing this shirt, but yeah. I got to rep. I got to represent. So. Uh, you got to represent. Um, yeah, you can put like the palette on the stand. There. Oh man, it's so liquidy. Yeah. Oh no. Oh man, my favorite pants. Maybe I should. Uh... Yeah, dude, you should change, dude. I'm just wearing my jeans because I have a few pairs, but I mean, <laughs> I just didn't want to wear like a dress shirt I liked because we were painting. I'm just gonna use my jacket over my pants. Because the shirt's from Costco. But I can't find the fucking... There we are. There we are. Yes, sir. Oh, man, I need a napkin for this purple paint, man. This isn't even like... This isn't even acrylic you know, paint, dude. Oh, man. Liquid, dude. Um, okay, I got toilet paper. 
Here you, you gotta, go. Like, Dude, you it's a disaster. It, it's man. a disaster looking at your palette right now. Dude, you got to unfold the toilet paper. He stuck the whole ass roll to it. Did you guys see this on YouTube? Tyler. Oh, shit. Okay. I think you're just going to have to work with that. <laughs> Put it on the stool, man. If you guys were seeing this right now, <laughs> this is a man in a sorry state. <laughs> the whiskey, man. It's the whiskey. <laughs> dude, yeah, that purple paint's kind of shitty. Yeah, dude, Shouldn't have brought uh, it out. But that's okay. Okay, the, the gray is good. The gray is good. And the brown is good. I might need to do a little reportion of the blue. Of but blue. I can get you some of the blue. Here you go. There we go. This is a this is a definitely a team effort painting. <laughs> Sometimes that's how painting is though, because I remember when I was in my painting courses when I was like in high school, yeah. like teacher was just like, yo, let me help you out and she just like made it all look better and I was like, Dope. Thank you. <laughs> Damn. Painting courses. I don't think I took an art class in high school. It's kind of it was kind of fun in high school because then you could just look into it for free and like, yeah. while you're stuck at high school, you can yeah. do something you like. Lean the angle of the mic, like 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 this. You can just kind of grab it. Yeah, that'll be way better. Okay, there we go. Oh, but dude, because you got to talk head on. We figured this you. out. We figured this out. Okay. Okay. We got. This. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. I thought I heard something. Now we're good. You got your paint ready. I'm going to start. I'm just going to start going. But what was the theme? You were doing light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know what I'm doing now, man. I'm just, I'm just trying to paint something good. I don't know what to start with. Um, so we're going to start with green. I really like green. <laughs> All right. So this is the first time we've ever painted on this podcast, obviously. If for our listeners, you probably don't remember us ever painting before um tyler where did where did we get this idea or when did we get this idea i think we were just talking about it one day when we were hanging yeah. out and we were just, just like yo what if we painted on your podcast yeah that's a good um it's a good little line i drew there all right tyler now we're locked in now we're in the zone yeah man okay so now we can talk more about the skate park yeah what's up cream city skate park first of all i believe on this cast before i've talked about why Cream City is called Cream City. It's because of the color of the bricks in Milwaukee from the buildings. But, so now people can kind of guess <laughs> where the skate park is. <laughs> um, that's fine, though. Again, people know where Andrew lives. I'll keep repeating that. We're not anti-docs on this show. But anyways, yeah. So, like, what was that like growing up with, like, your uncle owning a skate park other than people being late? I just feel like he's got the fun uncle thing to a different level, you know? Oh, dude, it was crazy, man. Like, I was learning how to shred when I was, like, five years old. So I was learning how to drop in on stuff when I was, like, super young. That's and fucking... How many bones have you broken? I haven't broken any, surprisingly That's enough. ridiculous. Get out of here. Really? Yeah, I've just destroyed my ankles a ton of times. <laughs> I absolutely wrecked them, you know? What's the worst uh, worst injury you ever had? Was it the ankles? One time I rolled... One time I was dropping in on in the uh, deep end of the bowl... And I just straight up just rode my board over my own foot. Oh, fuck. What was rough. You, yeah? I had to crawl out of there, man. <laughs> had to crawl. Damn. So was your foot fucked up? Were your nails fucked up? What was it? Broken I just, bone? I like, couldn't walk on it for like like two weeks. But you don't I think... Mean, sometimes you just fuck up and you just got to 
accept the consequences. You really don't think you broke any bones in your foot when that happened? Nah, I think I probably just like really, really like just just fucked yourself up. Just yeah. hurt it, you know. Yeah, dude. All right, hold on. I'm gonna put this brush away while I think. Dude, I don't even know what I'm doing now, man. <laughs> dude, yeah. What are you? What are you painting? It's just like a blue amorphous blob. I'm just thinking I'm gonna do a sky and then make a cool thing on the sky. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I I respect that because that's like my that's like my favorite thing about spring because. As, we're not in spring yet. We're in fall spring because we got to be realistic and we're in the Midwest. That's so, true. That's true. Spring spring doesn't exist here. It doesn't really exist until about like mid-March. But No, no. Spring does exist. It exists from the hours of noon to 2.30 on those days in March where it's freezing in the morning and piping hot in the afternoon. But those are the best days. <sighs> those are the best days because you roll your windows down. You put the sunroof if you got one. You crank the music. Right, and then you go to Taco Bell with your buddy. And that's Salupa, dude. That's what the fuck is up. That's a hundred percent it, man. That was I in high school. I remember those days where you you'd leave your jacket in your car and walk into the school freezing because you were like, well, it's gonna be like eighty degrees later, you know. And by the time you get in the car, yeah, it's sunroof open, getting a coffee at happy hour at Dunkin' Donuts. God fucking damn it, coffee. I think you're the first person to make fun of me. Otherwise, I have to point it out to people that I'm like, everyone makes fun of me about this. But maybe it's just you, Tyler. <laughs> maybe like, that's. I it. just like messing with you, dude. Oh man, that's what that's what the fuck. Everyone should mess with each other more, right? So that's the best part about like yeah. being boys with people, bro. It's just messing with them. Like, I love stuff yeah. on people. It's like the most fun thing to do ever, man. Messing with guys. Yeah, just ball busting. That's the best shit. Okay, so my... Yeah, man. This is going to take a much more geometric path than I originally thought. Yeah, but dude, more on that skateboarding thing, though, man. Yeah. I, like, I was learning how to, like, I remember I was like 10 years old at skate camp most summer. Every summer skate I went camp? to skate camp. Yeah, what the just, fuck is skate camp? You can, uh, for people who actually go to it, you pay money to uh, go to a skateboard park during the summer. Okay. And uh, you can drop your, their, uh, ki- you can drop like your kids off. They like skateboarding there and yeah. they learn how to skateboard like all day during the summer in an empty skate park that Dude. they reserve specifically for it. Dude. So that people can learn there. And you, you attended this. Yeah. How, how often did you do it? A lot? Did you do it only I went, once? I did it all the time, man. I Dude. did it like all summers. Dude, that that must be like where they like they probably bring like famous skaters there to like teach you guys tricks or no? No, it's just Bill. He just te- Bill and his friends. <laughs> Who teach the fuck everybody. is Bill? <laughs> Bill's my uncle. Oh, man. Bill's your uncle. Okay, okay. Because you just said Bill, like I was. You know Bill. Yeah. Oh, okay. sorry. Okay, now Bill, I know. Bill now Kastner, I know. He's the. Uh, he's the. He's the uh, owner of the place. Owner of okay. Cream City Escape. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry if I got a little. <laughs> oh yeah, it's cool. That's cool. So you did? Did you learn tricks there? Oh yeah, dude. Like, oh man, I feel. How old were you when you were doing this? Man, the blue is dripping stuff. Oh fuck. Yeah, how do they do this totally vertical on vertical easels? You know, back in the Renaissance, this is crazy. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like this kind of used. I think we used too much of it. Honestly, we probably went in with too much oil paint. I think. Mm. Yeah, I'm being I'm being very light. I'm being very heavy and very it's light. costing me. Oh, okay. But yeah, so skate camp. All right, how many kids were in this? Like and Oh, uh there there was sometimes like up to in around twenty and they're all just it's just a, a area. Yeah. It was the time like just dedicated to it where you could just learn during the summers. Yeah. And learn how to skate and, and you meet er- some people, right? Yeah, and you just skate with some some 
other people that are just going there, and it was a cool time. Were any, were any of the kids like fucking crazy ass kids? Oh yeah, dude. There was one. There was one kid there <laughs> that was like, he was like beating the sixteen and seventeen, eight year olds in skate. What the fuck? Just shredding, dude. And there was like dude. a vertical. Uh, there, there's a there's a wall that used to be in there, or it's, I think it might still be, uh, but <laughs> it, it's just a, it's essentially a, slice of a vertical sphere, and then okay, with the outside part, so you just go up, uh, essentially a huge curve in the in a circular form, and it's like eight feet tall. Damn. And this kid just damn rode up it, and started doing tricks on it. He's like an eight year old. Yeah, dude, he's younger than me. I think he was like 12 when he was doing that. Dude, that's fucking crazy. Oh, man. Is there anything that I was that good at when I was that age? No, I don't think so. Some people are just better at things or can get better at certain things than other people, right? Like some people have the capacity to be 100% good at something, but it takes them a really, really, really long time. Some people only have the capacity to be 80% good, but they're born with like 60% of it. You know, I gotcha. Like certain things, you just gotta really work for, and certain things come to other people naturally. It's right. just kind of like how things are. Like chess. Think about chess. There's probably a good dude with great talent, but he's not playing a lot of games. You know, he's not. He's never gonna be a grandmaster. The grandmasters are the guys with the talent and the work ethic. <laughs> and sometimes people's talent is their work ethic, right? They don't need to specifically be. Right? I don't know. Maybe I've been reading too much. I think, I think that's online. true. I think that's true. It's just in certain in certain things, uh, just talent is everything, especially in sports. So like that's just kind of how it is. Like yeah. if like an in eight, like in a soccer game, like I used to play a ton of soccer too. Like if someone just straight up beats me, is better with their foot game than me, and yeah. is faster than me, then they're just they're gonna they're gonna do what they either do. they got there from being talented at this and always being good at this and just being built for it, mm-hmm. or they could have got there by working, but. I think a lot of what is beautiful about just working out and being able to play these sports is that you can get to that point eventually if you practice enough. That's true. Yeah. Like if you just sit, if you just like do moves long enough, you can get them down to the point where you can use them on people most of the time. Yeah. See, uh, basketball is one of those sports that I have a love hate relationship with. Right. Because I love it because it's fun. And if you put work into it, you will get better. But I hate it because it's also one of those sports that's super body dependent. You know what I mean? There's If the dude's 6'10 and he sucks, I mean, you can score. But if he spent like a month where you spent three months, he would he would gain the same amount of advantage in an actual game. You know, it's crazy. But skateboarding is really not like that. you got guys who are super young who are the best in the world. And you've got old guys who can still do shit, right? There's some things that like... There's some things that only the best people can do, though. Like... The 900 is only and ever it was i think it's still only ever been i don't know i i'm not i don't keep my ear like ear to the wall about these things but right. i think tony hawk is still the only person to ever do the 900 holy shit he's like almost 50 now right like he's not getting any younger that dude is like the man he's the fucking man no tony hawk is i don't know i feel like he raised a generation of kids <laughs> Because man, like, because I didn't skateboard, but I knew who Tony Hawk was. Tony Hawk made me want to go to the skate park, but I was rollerblades, you know. I've seen the good it can do, though. It can do a lot of good in people's lives. Right, right. 
my first time I've seen that. So I, 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 I totally agree with that. It's, uh, it's a very bizarre thing because I feel like for some reason in society, there is this weird kind of dark aura around skateboarding. It's because everybody like dislikes skaters because they think it's disrespectful, but it's just because they, a lot, a lot of skateboarders, if I'm being honest, like a lot of skateboarders, myself, not included, but like, it's not the easiest life, like being, being a skateboarder. Something got the person there. True. Yeah, true. Huh. But also, it totally is a sport. Like, it's a, it's a... It, yeah, it's in the Olympics. It's in the Olympics, for the love of God. That's crazy. You know, I think they took wrestling out of the Olympics. And skateboarding is in there. <laughs> there are criteria that skateboarding meet like, that like wrestling a, does not for Skateboarders sport. are misunderstood, I, yeah. in my opinion, because a lot... It kind of is an art, in my opinion. Like, it, not an art. It's like... There's so much to it. Like, in order to actually perform an ollie you have to push down on the back of the board drag the right end of your toe of er, of your back three toes on the side of your shoe up the board to generate friction to pull the board in the air level it out with the same foot catch it in the air with the other foot level it out and then land the ollie yeah that was like the first big it 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 seems kind of crazy it's like how it's technically done and the amount of like in order to even get that and get that going in motion, you have to just you have do to be it for, one you have with to do your it board forever. Then, yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you get good enough at like any kind of like vehicle, no, maybe not like a car, but like you know something that you power, like a human powered vehicle, like a bicycle or a rollerblades. Like you know, could you ever bike with just no handlebars? You just kind of sit there and pedal, and your arms are hanging. You could like text and shit if you wanted to. Have you ever gotten to that point or no? I mean, it's cruising around my, my neighborhood, yeah. Yeah, like but cruising around. The right? problem is where I grew up, like, there's lots of old people there. So if uh-huh. you skateboard and practice in their area, you kind of got to know your way out of there because they're more than like the cop, The cops sometimes are more than, I almost just dropped this. <laughs> a fucking <laughs> like, tragedy. That's okay. Yeah. We um, would have rolled with it. <laughs> some, like, just the apartment complex I grew up in, like, if we skateboarded too much in one area, like somebody was called and people are there to people are there to get you out of there. That's crazy. Oh, what was your weirdest interaction with the police? Did you ever have like a thing where you were like full on like oh shit while you were skateboarding? One time when I was uh, walking back to my house, I saw the cops like like going up there, and I was like oh shit, somebody yeah somebody tried to bust me. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Just for skateboarding. It's not, like, it's not trespassing. Yeah. It's like, it's a parking lot and I live in the same, like. <laughs> you live in the building. It's your property, right? What the fuck? That's so strange. They see that, I mean, there's this weird stigma about it. Well, it's loud or something, something. It's just kids being kids. You guys aren't selling drugs. I mean, maybe you were, but no comment, right? <laughs> But you weren't like selling drugs or like. No, it's not like that. You guys weren't packing, you know, with weapons and shit. You were just no, skateboarding. Just trying to, just yeah. Trying to, just trying to, honestly, just trying to get tricks most of the time, man. Yeah. Very, very. And there's a lot of, like, there's not that many places out there for people. Like. Okay, uh, do go on. Like, if you want to actually skate somewhere, you have to go to a park just to do it. 
can't just skate anywhere. There's no like. Yeah. If you do skate somewhere, true. more than likely somebody's either gonna call the cops on you or want to kick you out or just like stuff, man. Dude, school playgrounds. I feel like, like when you're in elementary school, you hang out at like parks and school playgrounds or whatever for a recess or something, right? But when you get to high school, that's the place that when the sun goes down, you go there and you fucking do ridiculous shit. You know what I mean? That was the place. Whether it was skating or fucking around or just playing wood chips while one of your friends was just way too high after like the first time he ever bought weed because he was like 14, you know? See, looking back now, like, I totally see the intersection between like stoners and skaters, but... Oh, yeah. I just think sometimes that that's just too much to assume with people, you know? That's true, right? Because, like... You can't, put, you can't stigmatize anybody like that. Exactly. Exactly. Because, I don't know, it's one of those things that if you assume it right away, it might not be something they want you to think. Like, if they don't do it, they might not want to be associated with it. But if you're assuming it right away, it kind of fucks it. Oh, oh, I'm seeing this in real time. Ooh. You saved that. There was, like, a big-ass drop of paint coming down. Stop. Oh, man. Dude, you gotta gotta be lighter on the paints, I guess. Oh man, this ah, is this is rough. This is rough. I'm starting my kind of border process here. Ah, yeah, skating is so interesting. But do you ever did you you ever do that in like high school? Um, just like hang out at like a park. Honestly, like I night? got super into soccer and stuff in high school. I, uh, I was done with. I got really into skateboarding when I was like 12 and 14. Like when I was like just exiting middle school. I'm saying just to hang out like with your friends. So like, yo, meet at this park. I did that though. Yeah, yeah, come on. I was going to say. Yeah, man. Of course. That was the shit. That was the That was the best stuff. It's so funny because uh yeah, we you always did dumb shit there, man. You always did dumb stupid stuff. There. Dude, I just I fucking remember I had this buddy and um he decided to buy like a shit ton of spray paint, which is the, and he decided to graffiti the side of our old elementary school. And what he wrote was his own fucking name. <laughs> That's so stupid. That but what, luckily, it, it was removable. I forget what it was. If it was like you know, was like marking paint or something, it was. We were able to get it off, but it was fucking crazy, dude. I. That's like that's one of the dumbest things I think we've done. Um. But I don't, yeah, parks are closed after sundown, I guess. But it's like, where, dude, where else are teenagers going to go? That's there's, there's true. so, they're going to go to dark places, blah, blah, blah. The park is this nice open Any spot. place, dude. dude. Dude, one time I got caught outside of, ga like, a GameStop, dude. There's an Xbox. Dude, there. yeah, GameStop. The GameStop was the fucking, that was the hang. What happened to GameStop? Oh, fuck. They're still around, man. It's just, I know, but, like, barely. It's I mean, the fact that they're still around at all is pretty amazing considering the fact the entire world runs on Amazon. Yeah, you can buy everything on Amazon and it's way too convenient. And like, I know I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't like Amazon as a company, but their service is just so good. I got to keep using it, man. I can't protest it. It's weird. And you can get everything on there now. Like literally everything. You, you can buy uranium ore. Did you know that? You can buy uranium ore on Amazon. I mean, it's not going to be very concentrated with uranium. It's going to be mostly other stones. But technically, hey, you can buy fucking something you can refine into radioactive material. Dude, I have an idea for my painting now, man. <laughs> did you get it from me talking or did you just get it? It just kind of created on the page. Oh, you know? beautiful. 
Yeah, I kind of I kind of keep coming up with little things I'm doing here. This is very geometric. Dude, mine mine is kind of green. Mine's kind of green. You're, yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I miss it, hiking, man. I used to hike all the time. Jeez, where that? Okay, yeah. Let's talk about hiking. Let's do dude, it. Where did I, you hike at? I hiked in uh, the biggest hiking trip I did was with the Boy Scouts. It was just like with the boys. The, with the Boy Scout, <laughs> yeah, man. You know, but yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. The Boy Scouts. With the boys. But yeah, we went to uh, we went to uh, film on New Mexico for like oh, that's shit. like the that's the spot for Boy Scouts. It's that's like that's like the coolest hiking destination. Is that like? Do you have certain specific? I was never in Boy Scouts. Are there only certain specific hiking locations you can do? Well, that one, like, I literally climbed a, climbed a mountain, dude. Dude, what the fuck? How tall is the mountain? Like twelve thousand feet up, I think. Holy shit! Yeah, damn. Yeah, there's a picture. I think there's a picture of it on my Facebook. <laughs> We're not gonna pull that up and let everyone know. Nah. <laughs> but damn, that's very. And so this was in New Mexico, you said. Yeah. It, no man, why did I say that? Oh, whatever but <laughs> yeah it's in new mexico dude it's a really cool boy scouts uh like hiking range it's uh it's like actually that's how that's how you should be drawing the microphone like right yeah, in, dude I gotcha. oh fuck yeah right in there <laughs> <laughs> it's you a know? really cool uh hiking destination for the boy scouts it's, the boy it's like it's like the best destination of like the top three like it's like the best three campgrounds for Boy Scouts in the U.S. Is it like a big event when you go with like all the Boy Scouts? Is yeah, it's like this huge mountain range. <laughs> it, it's like, I think it's like 200 miles by 200 miles Two. long. Okay. That's crazy. In like New Mexico. How far did you get into Boy Scouts? Like, how uh, I'm an Eagle Scout. Holy shit. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Um. Oh man, why am I doing this in gray? Wait, you're an Eagle Scout. How come you were throwing leaves on that bonfire? <laughs> I wanted to mess with you guys. Oh fuck, dude. I okay, so it's it's time for a story for our listeners. We decided we were hanging out at our friend's house and they wanted to have a bonfire. So it, it was like the two guys in the group that like we looked at, we we're like, okay, I think they should be able to start a fire, right? Right? Bob and Julian definitely be able to start a fire. So we're like, okay. And then they come in like, fire's not starting. I'm like, huh? I'm like, I feel like they could have gotten it by now. And I go back there and I have this, it's Julian. And there's a bunch of fat logs in the fire pit. And he's pouring Everclear on it while sipping it <laughs> and lighting it. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I told everyone to gather a lot of sticks and leaves. But then I guess Tyler was fucking with me and kept putting leaves on the fire. Oh, yeah, we dude. could I never really to, get I, it going. It was so close to catching. See, I knew that the leaves were going to burn and make smoke and then mess with you guys. I knew dude, that the whole time. Dude. I just... You 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 played us. I just thought it'd be funny just to I mean, looking back you guys on it, out. It was really funny. It, looking back on it, that was hilarious. Like, I would have done the same shit. I seized my chance. It was a good seizure of chance. It's weird. We don't really use seizure in normal conversation anymore to mean like to take something. And seizure usually means bad stuff. Yeah, seizure man. usually means the medical seizure, which is weird because at the time of the writing of the Constitution, it was probably normal seizure because they said illegal search and seizure, right? Like it was probably normal back then to be like when you got robbed and you were talking about with your friends, it was like, yeah, the seizure was yesterday. They took my shit. I don't know. Language is weird like that. Dude, mine's going to be kind of crazy. Dude, I'm like idea. looking. I'm not like really like, 
I can kind of see it, but when you when you tilt it to me, I'm not gonna recognize it because right now it looks like something totally different. Dude, it's kind of crazy. Oh man, yeah. I'm excited, dude. It's kind of. I think it's a pretty cool tone. So you like painting and drawing? Yeah. This is what you've. I, yeah. I, and I've been told by people you like doodling and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I doodle all the time, man. I doodled through half my degree here, man. <laughs> But also, I, I just can draw. It's just like, it's kind of second nature to me. It's kind of like a nervous tick, you know? Okay. When I get nervous, I just doodle a little bit. I just, yeah. Yeah. That's that's me with like daydreaming, I feel like. But you make it into something far more constructive, which is like a piece of art, you know? Rather than just an idea. It's a good way to keep, uh, keep. Good way to keep like your technique evolving, you know? That's true. And then sometimes what you draw something correctly and you're like, oh shit, that's how I'm going to draw that from now on. Yeah, like the first time you get a reflective light correct. Ooh, yeah. I remember I looked if up. If you draw irises correctly, you have to you have to draw a light source in order yeah. to make it look focused. Yeah. There's so many different techniques to doing that. I have like I have one I got from a YouTube video and it, I think it's the best one. It's really quick. It's like you only draw like half the iris and then you kind of shade in lines. But it's so weird how like you, you watch something. Yeah, but part of that also is uh, in order to get the eye right, you have to shade the top, mm-hmm. um, I think, Dark. more than the bottom. Yeah, darker. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can light. see the difference of light. And then you also have to have a light in the frame of the uh, subject in order to make it look focused. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I, And this is stuff that... When I look at a picture, I'm going to guess a nice photo. But if you look at it, you might be like, hmm, I can see that happening. You know, when you learn how to, um, like, how to draw better and other techniques, because people are constantly passing this stuff around. It's not like everyone's reinventing the wheel. Um, yeah, dude. Cuba, do you want to you glimpse of what I'm working? Dude, I don't know. I kind of want to, like, wait until you're done here. Dude, I think. Because I'm, I'm excited. It looks good from here. Damn. Okay. This, I mean, for the first time painting on the slab, I feel like it's been a decent balance between <laughs> podcasting and painting. I'm actually pretty impressed. I have no idea what is going on with my painting. It's very geometric in nature. Jesus. And the guys are playing Counter Strike in the apartment. I'm going <laughs> to grab another sip of this here Woodford Reserve. Dude, mine is like probably all ice now, but I'm going to still drink some because. Oh, yeah. That's very, that's very diluted. I think you have more ice than me, though. You know, yeah, this shit's good. This is great whiskey, I must say. So I should do a whiskey power rankings for the podcast because, oh, I haven't drank the Jim Beam honey on cast, actually. That's a fucking class. I mean, we could actually do that right now because I have some. But anyways, because I've had the first time I drank whiskey was with Sal. And that was the Buchanan's. That was some fucking good shit. That is fire, man. Dude, that made us whoa, right there. Um, then the next episode was with Brandon. Yo, can I get some green? I thought you were asking me for money. No. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I don't have green. Whoa. Where would you? Actually, I'm not. Really, I'm not really looking at it. I really did wear a white shirt for the fucking painting episode. It's okay though, as long as, as long as it doesn't get on the sweatpants. That's fine because these are like my favorite pants. Wait, I think. It would really be a shame. You look like you're very much contemplating the color choice. Oh, I don't need to use blue anymore. Fuck that. No, I need I need green. Okay. I mean, if that's what you think. <laughs> the painting to be complete. 
it ne- it needs to have different colors, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of connecting these colored cells. It's it weird. It's kind of bogus that I can see yours, but you can't see mine. Yeah. Uh, it's because it's. I think it's just because yours is tilted. You know. If you want, you can get a peek. Is what I'm saying. Just because it. <laughs> Like yours is right in front of me. Dude. Oh, but I like like the angle I can see it at. I can see that you're drawing little things, but when you show it to me, it's gonna be like in true view, and it's gonna look just fucking nuts. I can already tell. I'm very excited. Oh, you don't wanna, oh, oh, I get. Oh, okay, you, you see what see you it. see what I'm talking about? You know, uh, you see. know, you know, like you like you see like you see a cute girl from the side, and then she turns her head, and you're like, oh shit, you know. In like a good way, because sometimes it's you know yeah, sometimes it's the other way around. Gonna be fire. Yeah, this shit is gonna be fire. <laughs> Sorry oh. about that, man. I keep on moving away from the mic. You know, you could just move move the mic closer. There's like a little bolt. You see, like the little there's like a thing right here in the middle piece, and you can loosen that, and you can move you it move it closer back oh, and forth on gotcha. this arm. Yeah, for everyone who's listening who can hear that horrible scraping sound, I'm very sorry. But yeah, if you move it like right over where you're kind of standing, that would work perfectly. And I'm going to ask you another skateboarding question. Yeah, sure. What's up, man? What's the craziest trick you've ever done and, like, pulled off? And then what's one that you attempted but really fucked up? Dude, um, after a while of skateboarding, you, like, master tricks, and then you kind of unmaster them again if you just go for long enough and you don't practice enough. Okay. So I was doing, like, uh, 50-50 stalls in the on the half pipe you're definitely gonna have to explain what these are okay a 50 50 stall is when you are on a half pipe and you ride up onto the grind rail and you put both of the trucks uh on the rail and you move it and it moves and you move forward on the rail that's a grind Uh, and a stall is when you just go up there and you and and a stall like in the goofy movie where you hold your board no it's when you uh it's when you actually just ride up onto the rail and you just stand there and then drop back in Oh okay, so that's the cra- that's that's pretty crazy actually. How deep is like the half pipe? It's it from it depends on the size really. I I wasn't going on like a twelve footer because that'd be crazy. Okay, so they cut, they, but there are like standard sizes. Yeah, there's like five foot, or you could do a higher one, have it be like seven, ten feet. Okay, but if you get any higher, it gets kind of dangerous, and you gotta gotta be careful with a half pipe sometimes. Oh, shit. There's yeah, there's some videos from doing the X if games. You, if you mess fucking... up, like you're gonna you're gonna like fall and eat shit like yeah. you're gonna hurt crack yourself. your everything <laughs> yeah jeez man <laughs> but th- that's the reason why you sometimes avoid the supersized half pipe because it's, <laughs> it's not meant for you man it's dude, meant for people it's meant for people shredding way more than you are dude i haven't skateboarded actually forever man dude i feel like that's something you should look back into getting into i probably i'll, I'll definitely consider it yeah it's just uh a lot of people tell me not to, and I just have mm. to start doing it. Like I just need to. Well, the older you get, you can't heal quite I know, as well. I just need to do it like pretty soon, <clears throat> secretly. You ever feel like? You ever feel like you're really starting to figure out what things are gonna hurt when you reach a certain age? Like you're walking around now, you're like, dude, my knee's gonna be fucked. I already know it. <laughs> you know, something like that. Your ankle. I could see it. Uh, uh, my my knees are probably worse for because of soccer and. Uh, oh, true. Skateboarding. Did a lot of soccer too, man. Dude, when did you, high school? Yeah, oh, high school. Oh man. Okay, what positions you play again? I played uh, freshman year. I played offense. Uh, sophomore year, I think I played midfielder. Midfield. So you're just fucking running all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I didn't no get in shape. That's why I liked playing defense. You could talk to the 
other teams forward about the weather. I just did it to get my cardio in for the day straight up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's the like that was just the move. That was the those the worst lines I've ever painted with a paintbrush right there. Yeah, I got a co- pretty cool color going on right now. Let's see if this one will work. Oh, you're actually mixing them. See, I'm like just using them all separately because I like this kind of IKEA style shit where it's just one color at a time. Do you know? Are you familiar with the artist Piet Mondrian? Um, no, no. Who is he? So I'm gonna show you one of his paintings and you'll recognize. Do you recognize this style of painting? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is him. The man's, man's more of like a... It's just a it's just a cool vibe. It's uh, just a cool vibe, dude. Ah, I'm really worried you're going to tilt it to me. It's just going to be like the Steve Miller band cover. Nah, dude. This is, I think it's going to be decent if I refine it a little bit more. <coughs> <coughs> I'm... <coughs> you okay, dude? Dude, I'm good. <coughs> <coughs> dude, you just you just like choked <laughs> on your drink, dude. You good? <coughs> Welcome to the slab, <laughs> dude. Wow. I mean, you know what? Risky, man. One day I'm planning to get to the 500th episode of this podcast, and to think I'm not gonna choke and die. I can tell people are listening to this shit right now. They feel my pain. I bet they. I bet they feel, dude. <coughs> oh, this is awful. All right, got dude. I drank too much peace tea. Felt that shit in my fucking soul. Oh, damn, I did, did that with the white shirt on too. <coughs> yeah, dude, you're you, you're damn. ballsy for wearing a paint shirt for dude, wearing a white dude. shirt to a painting. Stuff, I woke dude. I woke up this morning. I said, I don't want to try to match my shirt with anything, and that's why I own these white shirts. Damn, dude, I found I sound like fucking. That's the worst. All right. I will recover. I'll live. <laughs> Damn. That was uh that was an experience. That there. was a <laughs> dude. Whoo cursed. Cur- that was a cur- that was a cursed it like. Dude. That's all the fear in your eyes. You're like, is he okay? Yeah, dude. I think I have something that's kind of fire though that I think might work. I mean that looks crazy. You're actually mixing the paints. There's some kind of from here it looks like a maybe an ocean. Oh no! Actually, it's actually kind of dude a I, little bit. Actually, I thought it was an ocean the whole time. You're telling me it's not an ocean, dude. Blue is part of it, but it's something different. Do my eyes deceive me? I guess so, man. My fucking larynx or whatever uh, windpipe deceived me just a second ago. Ooh, yeah, man. That dude, was this that shit though. Once I like, uh, it just takes a little more refining. That's what I was saying. Like this painting, like <laughs> it's gonna come together. Like I, I sense, okay. I sense this greatness. Yeah. Okay. So, what's the craziest trick you attempted but failed, and then just never like that was like your your breaking point? Um. Honestly, like just, I could I could shred in like the bowl, and like I could ride like there was a bowl in the back room that I used all the time, and I could like I could ride in there and just that was the main thing I did, just because that was the best <coughs> thing ever to do. You just yeah going super fast around the edges. Have a time. You could get like 50-50 stall or a 5-0 stall. A 5-0 stall. Yeah, what's the difference between a 50-50 and a 5-0? A 5-0 is when you put your back is when you put the back foot down on the board, <coughs> and then you uh, you put the t- the front end of the board up diagonally, and then you stall like that with the board in the air, and then you go back in. 
So stall is like those pauses that you yeah. see. So are, those are really hard. Because they, they, the, I feel like the pro skaters make them look effortless. Honestly, you just grind into a stall <coughs> half the time. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. Okay, so you're just using the friction. That's yeah. so interesting. There's so many mechanics to this. Jesus. Eventually, you find little ways to do it. Yeah. Like your little tricks. That's like learning any two new technique and like art. We were talking about this earlier with drawing, you know? You learn the little tricks. You learn the way. And you start learning how to correct mistakes. Like if you do very rough sketching and you have a bad line, you start learning how to use other lines to kind of cover up the mistake. I, mean, I, got, I, got, a, I oh, got a... Yeah, we're definitely... Gonna, my hands are covered in paint. Yeah, we're painting. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's a good thing I have my jacket over my pants, though. That makes me feel like a lot safer. Dude, right my now. end result... I mean, I kind of have something to the same extent of what I said I would make, but it's kind of the opposite, actually. The light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe the light at the end of the tunnel is the fact that you salvaged the painting so many times after, like... Just so much fucking paint was dripping off the, you know. Happy little accidents. Happy little accidents. Bob Ross was a badass. You Bob know was, Ross. You know he was in the Air Force? Le- Dude, Bob Ross is a legend, man. He's a legend. He, what's it? He, Mr. Rogers, and Tom Hanks. Legends. And, oh, uh, wait, wait. Just check my jeans if I got any paint on them. They're good. They're good? Wild. Every jeans, you need a pair of jeans with some paint on them. That's true. But maybe not these. These look like not paint jeans i'd be kind of bummed out if i got if they became paint jeans would you sue me uh, a sick dying man choking on peace tea. I'd probably just wash out the paint damn yeah that was that's a great solution i think <laughs> i that, go immediately to suing anybody man yeah that's, that's too much people nowadays jump straight on that lawsuit bandwagon they have no idea how expensive it is no idea just fuck themselves up I'd rather not deal with that at, at all. So why Disney's invincible. They can just sue everybody. Dude, in my in my position, it like, I think I've done decently enough for myself to where like I just need to hold it together this semester. Oh, for school? Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. This last semester is so difficult because, especially if you have a job lined up, Jesus, it's the worst. Because you're like, where where does your motivation stem from at that point? Dude, it's rough, man. Cause you really like, have one, man. Because, like, what? You need the degree to get the job. But if you get the job before you finish the degree, it's like, but you got to finish, right? Yeah. Are you doing a lot of, like, bullshit or are you doing, like, serious classes? Uh, It's it's, it's serious classes. It's just, like, okay. It's just a little. Yo, dude, this painting's going to be fire. Whew. All right. I need to figure out do I shade in the rest of all these cells brown? Because I really just feel like. Yeah, yeah, it's very difficult to. Yeah, I think I think the painting podcast is a success. It's a success. I think it's a success. <sighs> I keep on moving away from the mic, dude. I'm sorry. No, you just gotta. Yeah, you just really gotta stay on it. I know. Um, I it know. was even worse before when we had these big ass pop filters. They're like huge. They would take up like this much room. You wouldn't be able to see my face. And then we got these little wind socks. Oh, that was an awful sound. I'm so sorry. And um. I think they're better. I think people stay closer to it. And these are new stands. They're like way easier to move. Like I can lean forward and back and my voice really wouldn't change volume very much. <clears throat> and I can actually adjust the mic. Fuck. All right. That looks wild. And I have no idea. It looks weird because I'm not seeing the whole thing. You're painting. Oh, man. Whew. So skateboarding is in the Olympics. That is nuts. That was something. We, we figured that out earlier. 
Dude, I'm. I don't know why I don't do this more, man. Like, I, there's. I, I love doing this, man. Painting. Yeah. And just. It's the first time I've rotated the canvas the whole time. My lines are about to get so much better. <laughs> oh, I'm so stupid. Did Leonardo da Vinci rotate the canvas, or was he just good at painting, unlike me? I think you just make the painting alive on the on the canvas. Jesus, that was very poetic. I'm like a little bit confused. <laughs> yeah, it's very. You, you, you got yeah. You got to give me a moment, dude. You gave me a cipher there. I just think a lot of the process of painting is creating the image you wish to see. And why the fuck am I painting hexagons? Never really my favorite shape. Are my, you painting what you want to paint? That is the question. My favorite shape is a circle. But I guess I'm painting what I want to paint because I'm kind of just spacing out and. Um, kind of doing the the hosting thing. That's true. And it's it's like a juggling. So kind of this is my subconscious when I'm painting here right now, because I'm focusing way more on formulating a sentence than I am formulating an image. So maybe this is what my speech looks like. It's a bunch of. Oh fuck! Careful, careful. That's tragedy. We got to use the thick boy. Where's the thick boy brush? There he is. We get some green on you. Let's fix this. There is this excellent. Yeah, incorporated green, dude. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah. Green is a welcome addition. In this, in green this is a welcome addition. There is this excellent YouTuber, and I forget his name, but he has painting restorations, and he's based like a few blocks. Um, I'm trying to think. He's based like a few blocks from a place we'd hang out a lot in like high school. <clears throat> And he just does these really soothing videos. They're like 30 minutes long. So they're great to just put on in the background. And he restores these old paintings. <coughs> and he like, he'll peel off patches that have been done to the paint before. And he'll redo them with his own. The craziest thing is that he goes in with like a solvent with a, and a Q-tip. And he'll take off all of the smoke. So in churches a lot, paintings are behind, you know, a display or candles. So a lot of the smoke gets on it. But that's how he restores paintings. And that's, yeah, he restores it with this little solvent. He takes off all the smoke and he'll repaint some of the details like very delicately. It's unbelievable. Dude, I think you're going to have a little, I think you're going to have a little house piece when, when I'm done here. Ooh, house piece. I'm looking for more stuff to put behind me here in the studio. The Beware of Dog thing is a new addition. There used to be a frame with guitar picks in it, but it kept falling. And the only command hooks I have, they only hold like five pounds. No, not five pounds. That frame is probably like two pounds at most. But it's like, I don't know, because it's glass. It broke the frame. So I'm looking for more shit to put up here. I'm very excited. And I still have like this whole other part of my painting here I want to do. Hmm, shit. Let's do brown there. Tyler, are you still trying to learn guitar? Honestly, yeah. It's just, it's. It, I need to buy a guitar. I need to have more free time to learn the guitar. Like, I do want to. It's just like... It's, it's the matter of the convenience, yeah. I need to, like, just go out and buy one, genuinely. Like, I bet if I were to have one on my own, I could sound it out eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean... Because that's just what I like doing. Like, I like, once I, once I dedicate myself to something, I just like looking for the solution to it. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, but right now, if you got the art thing, maybe this ignites a new passion in painting. Dude, I, I, I've loved drawing and painting since I was, like, young. I've done this, like, my entire life. That's, a, that's incredible. Oh, man. The um, 
oh, who was it? Matt, Matty G, Matt Grebner was on. His brother made a famous Walking Dead meme, apparently, called Rourke Grimes. It was a painting he made in high school of Rick Grimes that looked all fucking distorted and shit. And it became a huge hit online, like a huge meme. And like, I don't know, I feel like that's what celebrity status is going to be now. You're going to know someone who made a huge meme, right? I feel. Like. But also like, I think a lot of what people value will just transition and become the same. Like. Oh man, that's a, okay. Like people will become famous for like the same outrageous things that they always have. Sex, rock and roll. rock and roll. Drugs. Drugs. Maybe All of the above. sex, drugs, and rock and roll, absolutely. Well, who's very famous right now? Kim Kardashian? Yes, sex. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and throw uh, shade. <laughs> and then Kanye, rock and roll. Can, well, dude, Kanye's a, Kanye's a legend, dude. He's a le- I, was, I was having this conversation with Adam the other day, and I really, I'm trying to think, and I thought in my heart of hearts, and I looked in the catalog, and I looked everywhere I could, and I could not find a better hip-hop artist than Kanye West, making him the greatest of all time. I don't right. know if he's the great... He's, right. he's... I think he's a, he's, he's a legend, though, man. Right, you know, he's definitely a legend, but we were thinking, like, who is the GOAT of hip-hop? And in, with music, it's hard, because it's not like... It's not like sports. You go, well, Jordan has six rings. He's the GOAT. You know what I mean? Like, you can just look, you know, at statistics. With, with music, you really can't in the same way. But, like... Kanye's had such longevity. I mean, like 20 plus years, right? Of just excellent shit. And the consistency, he's he essentially shapes what production can and can't do. You know? Like when he just bass boosted the shit out of everything on Yeezus with his boom, you know, those yeah, those like in black skinhead and stuff like that. That was a that was a Everyone started doing that, like, that. Was such an album, man, dude. Everyone started doing that in their beats after that. The boom, boom, that stuff. And when he decided to go more mellow and auto tuny, you know, done. Everyone's after 808s is like, okay, we're gonna start this. Well, then you got guys like Travis who kind of reinvented the auto tune, but it's so weird. You see that in rock, like classic rock too. After Hendrix, everything was different. Everyone was psychedelic. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> right, nineteen sixty-seven. There is, yeah, dude. I, I, I mean that. That's that stuff. That's the good stuff, man. That was like, I love that stuff, man. You love the oldies. I yeah. love the oldies, dude. Oldies are good. There's a lot of old music out there that is undiscovered still. You know, like, like, Dire Straits <laughs> is like one of my favorite old bands. Like, I don't think they're that old, honestly. But like, they're they're 80s. They're in the 80s. Yeah, Dire Straits still is fire. A, still still fire. fucking fire. Still some bangers. Dire Straits is one of those bands that um, they have such a unique rhythm to it. The way Mark Knopfler plays the guitar, like Money for Nothing is a good song to look at. Where it's like the riff, uh, you know who does this a lot too, Tame Impala. The riff is, it it sounds like it's in kind of one time signature because the notes are hitting a certain way. And then the drums come in and it's a totally different beat than what you expected. Oh, yeah, Tame Impala does that all the time where something comes in you're like oh that's what's gonna it's gonna sound like and then boom he hits you with something totally different I think like one of the big proponents of Tame Impala though is just like in music when like a huge wall of sound hits you it's just it's always gonna be a banger 
Yeah, like Smashing Pumpkins does that wall of sound type shit. So. I'm just talking about like whenever it's like a, a huge bass drop or something just fire. Yeah. Yeah. From an R and B perspective, man. Like that's that's like yeah. a big proponent of any good song. It's just sometimes you gotta have those. Sometimes you just gotta have like a big saturated boom. Boom. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see one place I could add a line. I thought I was finished with kind of the frame. Yeah, music is strange in that way as well. Um, Because, yeah, like I was saying, you can't have a goat in music. You can't have a goat in painting. You can't have a goat author, right? You can't be like Mark Twain's the greatest author of all time. Yeah. Or like, like, like a Stephen King. You know, you can't just, I don't know. It's hard with art and stuff like that. That's why people will always talk about this stuff. Oh, fuck, man. I see so much shit that I can... I can add now. This is actually great. I've become very self-aware of my painting, but I don't know. It's just I'm. It's hard for me to find an artist that fulfills the criteria of goat the same way that Kanye West does. I think Kanye is definitely a contender. He's a contender because who? I mean, you have you have like Jay Z. You got all the guys from Wu Tang, like Method Man. You know, um, but in terms like ah, like Dre. Um, I mean, Travis is kind of slowly getting up there as well. Um, Kendrick, for sure. Jesus, yeah, Kendrick Lamar. Um, Chance, kind of, but I, I, I don't think anyone's going to say Chance is the GOAT. Like, Kanye's producing everything, right? Kanye's producing, like, everything. He's dude. producing everything, and it's it's insane. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Producing and rapping. So that's why he has corny-ass lyrics. It's because he goes, I'm going to let the beat do the talking. Also, half of his half of his beats are just like fire. He just comes. He yeah. It's like a, he's like a genius in like a lot of ways, man. That's someone that I would love to sit down while he's doing like a sampling session. Or how does he listen to music? Does he have a room where he just listens and then he writes down timestamps for samples? Or when he hears it right away, he goes, "I need to sample that," and he goes straight in the studio and gets it like down. I don't know. I wa- really wonder what his process is for selecting um, that kind of stuff. Is there a color over there? Oh, the gray. I'm gonna take oh, yeah. the. Yeah, it's gray. There you go. I'm gonna take the gray. All right, it's gonna. It's time for me to start filling in the the blanks here. I'm uh, I'm text. Well, can I talk about what I'm painting? Y- you can talk about what you're painting, yeah. Unless you wanna, you just wanna wait. No, dude, I literally have no idea what I'm looking at. Like, I, I can't recognize a single object in the painting. So you're good. Oh, okay. Um, I'm thinking. You're waiting on yours. No, on, on yours. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm just tripping up. Um, yeah, dude. It's like I'm doing like this kind of forest type vibe. Ooh. And there's a dark, there's a dark path. It's all brown in the center. I mean, it's, that's like the, the divide in the so, trees. So, you, so your, your light at the end of the tunnel is still kind of, still kind of happening. That's what you meant earlier. That's very cool. And you, that's what you needed the green for. I see. I need the green to to up the forest game. Yeah, I'm trying to make this um, kind of structure I've painted look transparent. There's people who are so talented at painting, they make it look like real life, and I can't even use this shit better than I can use a pencil. You know, a lot of it is just like putting what you see in your mind to the canvas. Dude, then I have a fucked up mind. It's all geometry and shit. The, I I. I started with the blue, and I was like, "Well, what can I do with this blue? I can, I can either make an ocean, make a sky. I can make 
like what else can I? And then I was like, you know what would be a cool a cool thing for uh, the blue to be? What? Some trees. Blue trees, like Dr. Seuss style. That dude was an asshole. Dr. Seuss? He's probably, I mean, I no, bet he's he dead. was. He's dead. No, I heard he beat the shit out of his wife. Like a lot. He was, bad. A, ter- he was a terrible dude. Bad dude. Yeah. I just drew blue trees. So I like blue trees. Blue trees. No, no, I'm not, not calling you a bad dude. I'm just, I was reminded of how horrible of a human being Dr. Seuss apparently was. And he, all these beloved children's classics that I'm sure that kindergartners are still reading and no one's yelling about it. With all the shit they yell about. Yeah, recently, they've been so disappointed <laughs> with like the, I thought like they were the coolest pe- people like for a while. And then, like Bill Cosby, yeah, dude. Like before was, that, America's whole thing, dad. Like he was, he was a cool dude. <clears throat> Bill Cosby, oh, what a, how crazy. Yeah, it feels like everyone has a scandal against them now. Yeah. Well, okay, not anymore, not anymore. Now I feel like it's weird. The, like the most scandalous thing I've heard about is like that Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing, which that's a whole. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk about that. Not on my programming. You know what I mean? I gotcha. Last thing I want is a potential sponsor to be like, what the fuck is this celebrity news bullshit? Nah, dude, we can. However, Doctor Seuss, he's fucking dead and he's an asshole. Yeah, that guy, that guy, bad dude, bad dude. Yeah. Bad but dude how do you, around. how do you write children's books, but then also beat your wife? Like, how do you fucking? It seems like conflicting energy. It was I like I don't know. Maybe he could write it because he was a monster. Oh, I got to confirm this, actually. I can't just be saying man, the man beat his wife, you know? Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. Oh, okay. Let's see this. Um, nine things you may not know about Dr. Seuss. Family unfriendly facts. Oh, no. Wait, no, the other one no, was... Do, oh, no, 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 no. No, the other one was... Um, don't do this. Do it. This is unbelievable. I just hold up. This is, this is a rabbit Dr. Hole, Seuss was a madman. Dude, this is unbelievable. So he's just fucking crazy. Um he drew political cartoons, that's whatever. He wrote propaganda. First wife committed suicide. Oh shit. Oh damn. Yeah, so something something's going on there. I don't know. Dr. Seuss, not a great guy apparently, even though he wrote all the beloved classics like Cat in the Hat. I don't know, man. The one with that live action one kind of dude. That scared that me. That was, was fucking younger. weird. Who was who was it? Michael Myers who played the cat? Dude, that that movie scared me, man. That was fucking wild. I I vividly remember a scene in that movie where they're driving the the cat's car. And it's got two steering wheels, and then uh, someone I knew who was a firefighter goes like, "Hey, we have those too because fire trucks have two steering wheels." That's actually really cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's to help them turn better. Yeah, that's They're, pretty cool. That's pretty cool, like innovation. I didn't even know that existed. Oh yeah, you can have front re- rear steering. I don't know if it's one is for front, one is for the rear. They might have consolidated it down to one. But last I remember, I remember sitting in a fire engine. When I was little once, two steering wheels. Dude, that's one thing that's kind of exciting, like about being like in my position, about to graduate. Yeah. Like hopefully I can try and get into some of that automotive stuff. Oh, you car guy? You big car guy? I, I think it'd be cool if I can get into like auto, like autonomous driving stuff. Like oh, fuck! The learning yeah. algorithms for it are pretty cool. So you would rig up your car for it? You'd buy like a Tesla? No, I, I would, it would be cool to work at like one of the companies and design oh, it for them. Yeah, dude. Yeah, get in there. Get in there on that. That's so that's so fucking. Yeah, like that's like that's like what I've been studying here in Bradley. Like it's pretty much just embedded computers and Raspberry Pis and stuff oh, like that. Oh, dude, then you're 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 ready to go. Like I, uh, I also well, I had a 
internship, but that was just that was just last yeah last, uh, last summer. But like, yeah, I'm really excited because I'm just really I'm about to graduate, and um, things are only looking cool from here. Cause only looking cool, self driving cars. That's fucking. That's a sick technology to be in. Because our grandchildren are gonna laugh at us, and they're gonna be like, you "Used to fucking drive those things." We'd be like, "Hell yeah!" And we die all the time. <laughs> yeah, but they they are pretty cool cars out there, so you can't really blame are, can't man. really blame people for getting into them. I've been I've been I think I literally discussed this last guest that the sports car sales are gonna go way up because everyone's gonna have these self driving electric fucking cold as hell like kind of boring just very utilitarian cars to get from point A to point B but they're gonna want that gas part the sound you know I'm still recovering from coughing up that PST. Ooh, yeah, dude, that that looked like a looked rough. It definitely looked achieved. rough. Got chiefed. Yeah, let me. We got some snacks. We got some snacks. Ooh. Let me know if you'd like some snacks. Yeah, dude, I've been working on this painting, man. This thing's coming along though. So I used to call Reese's pieces Reese's pieces. This was the thing I did when I was younger. God, those are delicious. Oh, man. You know, Sal's not the last podcast I was going to eat on. I was just really feeling those. You just guys want to pop. You guys just want to Popeyes, man. We did want Popeyes. <laughs> Sal's episode, this episode, they're experiments, you know? I think they're bonus episodes almost. A little bit. Yeah, they're like bonus because we're trying some crazy shit. You know, it's like one day I should do a traditional episode with everyone I do one of these with, right? Where it's just like that classic, you sit down and Andrew Washburn talks about the devil for two hours. That's the way to do it. Is that what, is that what he did? That's what we did. We talked about the devil. Talked about the saint in his Bible. I think we're going to we're gonna read it. We're going to have like a weekend because I'm staying over at his place for a little bit. We're just going to read. Wait, aren't you? Uh, uh, that one? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 If I'm evacuating is the best <laughs> way to put it. What's the, well, man. And we're I know gonna, why. We're, yeah, we're going to read the Satanist Bible and play Mortal Kombat. I feel like it's going to be a, a very interesting way to spend a weekend. Dude, he's going to play tons of Fighter Z with you. He's going to play Fighter Z with you the whole time. That's fine, man. I like Fighter Z. Fighter Z is fun, man. However, Smash, definitely more up my alley, even if I'm not the best at it. Though, I think I had a really good run last night, that one game. I fucking, what, what, oh, which character was I playing? Not Peach. Oh, not Kirby. Man. Had a good up B. Man, I'm not going to remember it. Fuck. Had a good run there versus Bob. Yeah, dude. If you're, if you're playing against Bob, dude, you're doing good. Dude. Bob's like the best. It was Diddy Kong because I played Diddy Kong. I remember when Smash. I'm uh, going away from the mic, dude. What? I keep on realizing. Like you got to gotta, gotta tether yourself to it, you know? Um, but essentially, yeah, Diddy Kong. When we when Smash Ultimate first came out, we were at a friend's house and I'm like, I'm going to figure out which character I like. And we made a whole list, and I played everything. I played random. I'm like, oh, I really like that. And I remember Diddy Kong was on the list. It was like Diddy Kong, Yoshi, and Peach. And I was like, oh, shit. Let's do it. So last night was the first night I pulled out Diddy Kong in like a while. Turned out great. Dude, Diddy Kong in the game is good, though. He's like, really fucking good. He's fast as hell. And he's squirrely. Yeah, and you can. he has a ranged attacks, and you just sit there and shoot your fucking peanuts. Dude, Diddy, when Diddy Kong came in... See, with some characters, like my character, uh, Wario, you know him. Oh, you like uh, Wario, Wario, that's true. Wario's like a, it's a fun character in Smash. Dude, what's up with you and Steve? You play the most disrespectful fucking characters. Steve <laughs> plays strong characters, dude. No, but Steve it's like plays... Steve plays the disrespectful strong characters. You know what I mean? He plays like fucking Ganon 
and uh, I play uh, I play Wario because I like to meme on you guys and just like make you just upset a little bit. I get a I get a little upset when you play Wario. <laughs> Like, that's sip, the point. Sip gas. Sip gas. Sip gas. That's a funny name, man. Dude, where did the, where did that name come from? Where did sip gas? I think come it's from, from my buddy Keegan, straight up. Yeah. Where do you know where he got it from? I think he just made it up, man. Does he drink gasoline? <laughs> I think he he sipped gas at one point, man. He sipped some serious gas. How do you just bro. sip gas? I feel like if you've made the if you've made the commitment to drink the gas, you're gonna take a big old fucking swig, right? Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta. Sometimes everybody everybody just goes in there, man. Dude, Sometimes. everyone just goes off on their own and does their own thing. Holy moly. Dude, this painting is about to be a smacker and a, and a half. A smackeroon. Dude, that's what's up. I just finished one of these lines and then I, I continue. I continue talking. It's really interesting because this does look like it's transparent now. I really like the, the way this is turning out. Right? Yeah, you just gotta add some lines. I don't know. This is where my brain wanted to go today. Oh, okay, okay. You, you. I've seen too much of your painting for you not to have seen mine. You should check it out. Okay, Tyler, I'm gonna lean over here. Oh shit! Oh shit! That's like a real painting. Oh shit! Okay, okay. I'm very excited. We're only halfway through the podcast, so like, you got a lot of time, and I got a lot of Reese's pieces. Nice. All right. Yeah. Dude, there's there's a certain vibe to painting. It's very relaxing in a way. With a candle, allows you to put what you're like. That's kind of just because I had this image in my mind. I was like, what can I do with this blue that took over? So that banging, no one in the podcast heard that. Or if they did, I wouldn't be surprised. Across the hall is a guy I'm bringing on the podcast, and he bangs really loud on the door. Or that's the police, and we're about to get fucked up on camera. Who knows? It's not the police. Not a chance. Anyways, I mean, maybe it is. Anyways, it's Tom. It's probably just a roommate, dude. Dude, I don't know. They don't bang like that. Only Tom does. But anyways, I'm gonna have Tom on because he's fucking hilarious, and he like just screams and shit. Like if Tom got murdered in his apartment, we'd have no idea because he's always like, "What?" So if he was actually getting stabbed and he was screaming, we'd be like, "Ah, it's Tom." That's just Tom, man. Yeah, man. Unless he, unless he like screams even louder when he gets stabbed, or it's like very obvious. He's like, "I'm being stabbed." But even then, I feel like he's yelled shit. Like he's like, "Jan, don't shoot me," and stuff like that. So I don't know. Yeah, but great he's guy, good. great guy. Yeah, I, it's funny because he and I went to preschool together, and we ended up across the hall from each other That's here. Kind of crazy, isn't that fucking wild? Yeah, Dude. I thought he was the coolest fucking kid on earth. Do you know why? Because I was really into Thomas the Tank Engine. This dude's name was Thomas. I was like, how dare you? How dare you stand where he stood? I heard the name. <laughs> how dare you? And we were buds. We were buds. And you know what we did when we hung out? When we played shit together? Thomas the Tank Engine. That's right. That lead paint infested. Putting to Sir Topham hat, the fucking capitalist bigot. Hmm. Enslaving the trains. I'm telling you. And you know who did the narrations for the show, right? For Thomas the Tank Engine? No. Fucking George Carlin. Good old George Carlin. George Carlin. Yes. George Carlin, the man who did a comedy skit about PTSD, was narrating Thomas the Tank Engine. Nice, it's a beautiful thing. Sounds fire. Oh, it's great. I love. I do. I love Thomas the Tank Engine growing up so much. Dude, I never really got into it straight up. Like the one. It's kind of expensive, man. I feel like it was like once in a while. Yeah. Like, 
shows I watched were like I, I remember the one show I just hated when I was young was uh, fucking the the Teletubbies because that vacuum thing gave me nightmares, man. New new, that was the name of the fucking vacuum. <laughs> that thing gave me nightmares, dude. dude. I agree. Ah. Oh. Oh yeah, dude! It's like Germany tried to make a warm children's show and they miserably and they failed. Made, and they made something. Yeah. Who's your least favorite Teletubby? I'll tell you mine. Dipsy. St- I don't know. Fuck. Which Dipsy. one is Dipsy? I think the green one, because it's Tinky Winky and then Dipsy, and then Lala's pink. Poe was a fucking gangster. Which one was the per- is that the purple one? Per- no, Poe was red. He was a little fucker. He was like four feet tall. He was red. He would fight the vacuum, though. He's the only one who stood up to that shit. But Dipsy. Dipsy was green. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. (laughs) Yeah. Tinky Winky was badass, too, because he had the purse. He was breaking the gender norms. He had his bag. Do you remember that shit? Dude, I never actually watched it that much. Oh, man. Yeah, because the vacuum was traumatizing. We had, like, a VHS tape of it. And I remember there was one episode where the vacuum came in. Like, what the fucked up show that a vacuum cleaner is a major character? Dude, I remember I was young when the, I think we got a, like, we got a VHS of Godzilla in the house. Oh, yeah, baby. The 2004 one. Godzilla is the fucking shit, yeah. The, uh, the weird 2004 one with Matt Broderick. Oh my God, that's right. Ferris Bueller's Day Off fighting Godzilla. Yeah, that was, that was the movie. And I remember watching when I was younger, it was, it was on VHS. And uh, I was like, I forgot how old I was. I was like kindergarten. Like what? Like like six? Yeah, seven. yeah. I think it was like kindergarten. Yeah, I was just that old watching that, and I was like, "Dude, this is horrifying, man." Dude, that was scary as a kid. I hated like Harry Potter as a kid. It was too scary for me. It was weird. I have this weird thing with scary movies. If I see an image there, it just bakes itself into my mind. I can't unlatch from it. So you don't do horror movies? I don't do horror movies. I feel though. Horror also, movies so much. I highly dislike traumatic life experiences. Like seeing people crash on motorcycles or seeing people like fall and just get cut open. Like that shit gets baked into my mind. I feel that kind of, some things stick with everybody though. That's, that's just true. Kinda how maybe that's just, like, maybe that happens with everybody, you know? Like I saw, everybody, I saw, has, I saw, their own, everybody has their own things right. to, to like, everybody has their own story behind a few layers. If you peel a few layers back. That's what I've noticed. That's what the, kind of the point of the slab is, you know, really peel away the layers. Cause I feel like. People nowadays, especially in the social media thing, they're not hanging out one-on-one a lot, you know, or in small groups. Like when you, me, and Chris were just vibing in your guys' like front room kind of thing, that was that was great. It was very intimate. I feel like we said we were the council. There was a, <laughs> was a sense of unity there. Yeah, dude. That was, that was funny, dude. We had the music going, too. That was quite the setup. Dude. I have to, we have to, you got to get cue ball on here, man. Cuba, I've been, I've, I'm, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk to Quentin about this. Yes, for sure. Cause I know, uh, I know, Topping wants to be the last member of Smoke Gang on, the last member. He wants to be like the last. Uh, or this is what Chris told me he might be trying to do. So we'll see. Because he was booked earlier, but he did want to prepare notes. So if you do want to prepare notes, I will let you prepare notes. You mean what? However, you, you, you no, you brought all the preparation. You had the fire ass whiskey, and your your artistic ideas. Dude, I think this painting is coming along, man. Yeah? One tree is much bluer than the other, though. Trees come in all different colors, Tyler, you know? That's true. You got to add the variation of nature in there. Yeah, this one's one's got a little little more pep in its step. Yeah. It's weird how trees really don't get to choose their mates the same way animals do. You know, plants, it's just kind of wherever the pollen goes, right? 
I think they have a, despite the fact that a lot of people really want to harvest them for paper. True. Like, I think, I don't think the tree's existence isn't the worst thing. It's a rather symbiotic one in nature. Yeah. I always used to think as a kid that trees had some form of consciousness and it must must just suck to be a tree and not be able to move. But at the same time, it's like, if there was a being that could see four dimensions, they'd look at us and be like, wow, look at these fucking idiots only seeing three dimensions. They can't see time or something, you know? So maybe like for for us looking at trees, not being able to move, that's like a being that can move in between time looking at us and being like, wow, oh, yeah. they're stuck there. They just, they're, they're stuck. They can't move. If you, if you think about it with the power of infinity, mm-hmm. that, that not only is possible, but more likely than not is absolutely possible. Do you believe in the Fermi paradox? Uh, can you... Oh, yeah. So the Fermi paradox is that <clears throat> um, that there must be no intelligent life in space. So we must be the only thing because otherwise it would have come here by now. It's like the vastness of space is just I don't too, think so. It's just too large that civilizations, even if they are intelligent, they just will never... Um, they'll never be able to link up. I don't, I don't think so. I think. I think given enough time... You think? An interaction is oh, no, ultimately I, impo- like ultimate. Yeah, right. Like, I believe there's life, but there are people who think the Fermi paradox, or like the rare Earth hypothesis, that just Earth is just so good for life that can't be possible anywhere else. Which I feel like that's like saying the sun or the the Earth is the center yeah, I of the universe. You if you look back far enough, look if you look far enough back, Mars was probably once was perfect. Yeah, it probably was fine. <laughs> and so was Venus, at one point I believe as well. Before runaway greenhouse took it over yeah like i don't know like i feel like people saying that life could only exist on earth and only exist in our forms it's like saying the earth is the center of the universe to me right where it, we just think that because we're here and we don't have a yeah, lot of understanding closed mind thinking exactly that's why like i don't know the fermi paradox it just seems like i don't know that's why i'm maybe a little glad that you were like nah that's bullshit there's got to be fucking life out there because there's got to be right they're they're more likely than not is it's just i believe it's probably just a matter of time given on a on a more grand perspective oh yeah life is so resilient too like um like it wouldn't happen in any of our lifetimes probably no no probably not but like over hundreds of thousands of years for sure there's this cave in like romania that was blocked off like 10,000, 30,000, something like that years ago, or maybe longer. And over that period of time, the animals inside have become completely transparent. Instead of photosynthesis, they perform chemosynthesis and they like oxidize iron for energy. That's kind of crazy. And then scientists, they opened it. They did some, and also the water's super acidic, but there's a ton of life in there. Spiders, different bacteria like crazy stuff and they went in there they researched everything and then they left and they sealed it again but they got like a ton like over i mean thousands of new species i believe just from that cave really and it only took like a very small amount of time for that to happen on earth so that's why i just feel like in other places on the solar system come on chemosynthesis they're oxidizing metals for energy dude there's there's food? no way there's not higher like forms of bacteria out there that can survive the vacuum in space there already are bacteria that can do that here yeah, yeah. I, I, I forgot what they're called there's i think they're the, called the little like the bear things that are oh those aren't bacteria those are like multicellular organisms they're called tardigrades 
They're water bears, yeah. Yeah, yeah. little water bears. Those things can survive in a vacuum, can't they? Yeah, yeah. like a vacuum, extreme radiation, cockroaches, right? We can't fucking kill those idiots. But if you send them to a place that has air, maybe they'll figure out how to breathe. They probably would, man. <laughs> right? Like, if you send a fuck ton of cockroaches to Venus, they'll probably burn alive. But there's got to be somewhere you can just, like, launch a rocket with a bunch of fucking cockroaches on it. And we get there, and there's these big roach men. <laughs> like, it's, you know... Dude, that'd be sketch, man. They probably, they'd probably, they'd probably, I guarantee, I bet we'd get attacked. I bet it'd be like every movie ever. Ah, dude, I don't know. We have like we have a quarter of a million years on them. Do you think they're gonna learn that quickly? No, we'd win, but it'd still be sad. Yeah, we'd have to kill our like. It's kind of like our children. Like we kind of raise them, the cockroaches. Like, 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 I feel like the worst of humanity would probably get the best of us. Hmm. Wow. Because that it already kind of is like yeah like. People keep on polluting, even though fucking. We know it's bad. Yeah, like that's the bottom line, dude. The bottom line is a powerful thing. And ultimately, even if people sometimes, even if people who are in a position to inform people, a lot of the time people don't listen. Yeah, that's true. People don't like believe shit anymore because there's been so much. The most. The most abundant thing that we have supply of that no one has demand for is false information and porn. But there's still there's actually demand for porn. Like people will be like, I will buy this. No one will buy false information. Oh, yeah. Maybe I guess satire. I guess because it could technically be false information. But dude, I'm like all out of paints, man. This is rough. Dude, your your palate is looking insane and insane. I could give you a fresh one, but it looks like you have a nice mix right there. All the different colors. Gotta grab this brush again, you know. Dude, I think the I think the painting podcast is a, is a success. This is a success. I mean, your painting looks ridiculous. Okay, let's do a new free band here. Oh man. Yeah, painting it, it it's it requires so much careful attention to your movements. It's very calming. It's it's kind of like small small steps small steps along the way are essential. You don't you don't want, you don't paint the entire picture in one stroke. You paint it in hundreds. Yeah, and it really like it's so calming. It feels like yoga. It feels like I'm stretching, but I'm stretching something in my mind instead of like a muscle. Also, we're creating art. Yeah, it's something that can be enjoyed. And the beauty of it isn't isn't what we get from the painting. It's what we get along it's the way. It's what we get from creating it. <laughs> it's like an old buddy cop movie. It's true though. Like that's like. Remember when like OJ was in the Naked Gun? No one batted an eye. Well, he hadn't killed crazy. whatever her crazy, name is, though. Nicole Kidman. I don't, I mean, yeah, that's not. That's that not. That's not his wife. Wait, is that his wife's name? I think. I mean. Oh, shit. It's not I mean, dude, it's, it's been 24 years. Who cares? I mean, okay, not who cares. Somebody died. But actually, I believe on a previous podcast episode, I did say some weird stuff like OJ did it in a cool way. God I, damn. I, I, I thought about that and I said, nah, he didn't. He definitely didn't uh, do anything like that. Dude, this painting it was is a murder. shaping up to be quite a unit, man. Goddamn. Like, 
That was visual candy for me, even though I have candy in my mouth. It was unbelievable. I'm very. I'm always doing very geometric shit with my painting. You know, I, I used to do that all the time. Like I used to draw like robots. That was like my bigger thing. I used to draw robots. Robot. One of those geometry tools that you use for for math class. Oh, that's sick. But after a while, like I drew too many robots, and then I was like, "This is no longer. This isn't my. This isn't my style." Mm. You know. I see. Yeah. Hmm. It would be really cool. I like actually. to think my style is sketching, either with ink or with a pencil. Oh, interesting. Because so this is this is a little this is a little different for you then. Yeah, because I'm like I'm not actually like I'm not like getting paint like I'm like I'm just just spreading it out and like painting the picture by texturizing it. Yeah. I'm like trying to keep some coherent um theme here. I'm kinda trying to link these uh cells all together. And it is it is definitely man, I'm so focused right now. It's yeah, unbelievable. Dude. It's crazy. Ooh, this is like it's like when you're climbing. You ever gone like bouldering? Oh yeah, I did. I never explained that, did I? Do you go climbing a lot? I I did go rock climbing for a bit, but uh, I never I never really explained uh, film on did I, or all the way, did I? For what? The the hiking thing. Oh, in New Mexico. Jesus, that was a very long time ago. Let's yeah, let's finish that up. You were in New Mexico with the Boy Scouts with the yeah, boys. Dude, it was kind of crazy. Like when I was there, um, like. Okay, lots of rain in the mountains isn't the greatest thing. Yeah, we get mudslides stuff like. No, that. there was like flooding. It's kind of crazy. Jesus, yeah. But while we were out, while I was out there, I uh, we hiked to all these places. I had like a like two like I'd say two weeks in New Mexico just hiking. It was awesome, man. Yeah. And we did uh, actual rock climbing on like rock walls, like real oh, rock walls. Oh shit! Yeah. Not that like, was kind of sketched out because I don't want to get bit by like a rattlesnake or by like tarantula or something oh, like that. Oh Jesus! Yeah, they have some different wildlife scorpions. The scorpions you don't even have to go that far. You can go like to Missouri and there's already scorpions. It depends on the ecology of the area though, because where I was in New Mexico, there's lots of trees. Hmm. So as long as you keep out of the rocky areas, not that many scorpions around. And surprisingly enough, not many mosquitoes were around either. Dude. Mosquitoes are a byproduct of water-based areas, so if you avoid lakes, you avoid mosquitoes. Dude, you know the one of the worst places for mosquitoes in the world is Canada. And you would think, what? Because um, mosquitoes usually think of warmer climates. They come out in the summer, but the Canadian summer just awakens them. Like if you go up to like the Pacific Northwest, like Vancouver, that area, dude, you will get mosquito bites like fucking the size of hockey Welts. pucks. On. Yeah, yeah they're they're nasty up there. They're enough to fucking like bears and shit are like, get off of me. Dude, it reminds me of, a, this one really old movie. I think there was a movie or it was like a docu- like a educational video of like the famine of like 19 o, o-, o- blank. Okay, where was it? It was like in like Alabama or somewhere where they were like they had like a cow and then the mosquitoes in the in the movie like sucked the cow dry and like killed <laughs> it. It was like it was not What the fuck? Wait, was this animated? No, it was like it was this like weird old movie I was oh watching for, fucking for God. school, I think. Jesus Christ. It was intense, man. Dude, mosquitoes are violent as fuck. Mosquitoes are like the worst things ever, man. They just spread disease. Yeah, isn't isn't si- didn't scientists say if you remove them from the ecosystem, like nothing would really get affected? I don't believe that. I believe everything's connected, right? But they said something like birds, 
birds and other animals eat them. Like yeah, like somebody up. eats them, so they obviously there'd be an effect. And the mosquitoes keep some populations in balance too. So then, like, it's like, well, if we got rid of coyotes, nothing would happen. Look at all the fucking deer we have now. You know, like you gotta just, have a certain amount of coyotes in the area to keep deers off. That's just kind of like how yeah. it is for for like the Midwest at least. Yeah. Like, if you don't have enough deers, would like deer will just walk up like right outside your front porch and eat from like the bird feeder. Damn. Cause I, I saw that, that happen like, to you. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like waking up <laughs> early for school, for high school. Yeah. I would see the deer out most mornings. That's crazy. Actually. Huh. It was I was really early high school vibes. That's wild, man. Watching just deer eat. That's really cool. Before Shout school. Out to arrowhead. Arrowhead. Um, we never had a bird feeder. So I don't think we don't think we attracted any, of nature's hoodlums. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, I would always just like walk around my neighborhood late at night. Oh, yeah? I'd just go. Sometimes I'd explore. Dude, I w- my my friends and I would do that too. Like That's just kind of the fun though. But then there's, you see one skunk during the summer and you're like, get the fuck out of here. We need to run. <laughs> you know? Dude, Coyotes. Funny, though. Somebody got got though. Dude, some shit happened this summer. I was hanging out with, uh, I was hanging out with one of my friends. We were just at a park talking. This was like late at night. There was one of these like quiet thunderstorms. Have you ever experienced something like that? Like you look out in the distance and you see clouds and lightning, but you don't hear anything. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. So we were sitting there and we were just like vibing really hard. Oh God, there's something in my nose. But anyways, um, we're vibing really hard and all of a sudden we're like, all right, cause we're right by his house. Like, let's go walk to your place. But then, cause what happened was I was going to walk back to my place cause it was on the way. And then all of a sudden we just hear, um, oh no, he left something at my house. So we needed to be there anyways. So we heard like a, like one little howl. Really? And we go, it's some kid screaming. And we and hear then, a second and one. You, and then you saw a few eyes, didn't you? No, no, no. no we hear a second. No, it's like this really open field. It's like this, like, there's like a football field, soccer fields, a pool. Like it's this big community complex in the middle of our neighborhood. Dang. And we just heard like a second one. We go, okay, maybe the kid has a friend. And we heard like five more. Yeah. And then we just see like in the distance, this like little, like little white blobs. And we just go, fuck, like fight or flight, sprinting. I got a backpack on. What happens is like my first idea is like a baseball cage. I go, I'm going to climb on the dugout. And I get halfway up and I go, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just going to keep running. So I follow my friend. We finally get there. We are on such high alert the rest of the night. Like all the adrenaline has been dumped. So everything sounds like a coyote and the worst thing is he had zippers on his backpack that were um like jingling like my old dog's collar so i kept thinking i was like my mind kept thinking dogs coyotes boom boom every time i heard this jingle crazy dude yeah but that's what we do we walk around explore wildlife at night like you know i feel like you can only do that if you're a guy though because otherwise it's sketch you know you never know what kind of fucking creep is going to come out yeah, you kind of got to do that. It's also kind of honestly some hoodlum type shit. <laughs> Exploring it, man. Well, because you run into you run into some crazy situations. You kind of do though. Like, like um, you ever get the cops called on you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, cops called on us. You got to hide or run or figure something out. Yeah, dude, that's the way. That's the way. That's the way to do it. You know, because it's just a group of kids. So if you're not there, they have no idea who to blame it on, right? That's yeah. true. Yeah. Just got to book it. Just got to book it. There are, there, you know, there are some crazy fucking, like, runaway stories, like, full-on sprinting around. Yeah. 
jumping over fences and buildings and shit. Literally running over train tracks as a fucking train was coming. <laughs> Stupid. And my one buddy was wearing flip flops. One of them fell off on the damn tracks. Oh, no. Damn near died. I've never because whenever you see train tracks, you're like, oh, I can cross this in a few seconds from the car. And when you're on foot in the middle, you realize you go, oh my god, the rails are like four or five feet apart. I didn't realize like they're far. This is way bigger than I thought. Yeah, that was that was the craziest shit. <laughs> okay, I think mine Dude. is coming. To I feel like your palette soon. looks like a work of art too. Any more brown though? You have any brown over there? Oh yeah, I got brown. Oh, yeah. That was like the Sistine Chapel, <laughs> right there. The painting of um, God touching fingers with man. <laughs> why did I, why did I use the I used the brown because you said brown. I'm a fucking fool. Oh baby, I'm getting a call from somebody. You're getting a call. Yeah, pick that up. Dude, I can't I can't pick it up on live on the podcast. I've I've no. I've I've picked up calls on the podcast before. Oh no, not picked up. I've made calls on the podcast before. I'll probably just text them. I've talked on this show about there's some people who really don't like phone calls. They'd always rather just text. Well it's just on the podcast. I don't feel like being extra. Oh no, 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 yeah. This this is unrelated. Um but this is like but then there's some people who like really like phone calls. And are like, oh, I'd prefer for you to call me. What what camp are you on there? Um, I think or mm, I like, I like that, phone calls or phone calls for the most time for the most part are like super useful. Like yeah, from like use it to communicate effectively and just try it to try and uh like get the most information across at once. So like phone calls are useful. It's just like I can't pick it up here. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the text message allows you to do it pretty much anywhere, right? Yeah. So I could just text them in like 20 minutes. Pretty easy. I'm adding brown to, uh, to, to your, my little... To your nature scene, like some kind of podzol type. Yeah. Oh, man. Honestly, I'm feeling very satisfied with how this turned out. I might leave it be. Let it dry. I need to. I need to finish it. Also, because I'm trying to finish the rest of this candy. Nice. Would you like some, Tyler? Um, I'm literally about to finish. Am I right there? Oh my God, you're about to finish. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Painting on the podcast. And about to finish. This is the first time anyone said that on the podcast, man. <laughs> man, dude, fucking. Uh, yeah. I don't care how old I am. It's always gonna be funny to hear pee pee. <laughs> it really will. Or doo doo. Someone's like, All I gotta, I gotta do do. You know, like you gotta keep those things alive. You wanna have a decent time. It Otherwise, keeps you alive. It keeps you young. Makes things easier. That's yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. I think it's about to be. All right. <laughs> I'm looking at this. This is unbelievable. Very nice. Dude, this is a process. This is unbelievable to watch. I feel bad for the listeners because I'm like so enamored with this painting. So I'm going to kind of describe what it is I'm seeing. There's just this blend of blues and browns from my angle in the forest. And Tyler's palette almost looks more artistic than what I made. Just his palette of colors. Um, it's very interesting. 
you've just been in the zone with your ideas. And you got the glass of whiskey. The, the glass of whiskey was a side bet. I liked painting this. Like the inspiration most. juice. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is this was this was very excellent. I like these little like slab like when we try different shit, you know. Yeah, because of course it, it it changes what people think a podcast is. It really does. Like you can't like as long as you're expanding like what you're doing, and everybody's having a fun time. Why not? Why not keep? Why not do that? You know. Right. Yeah. It's it's very interesting. Like we have we have a lot of interesting other ideas planned for things that are. Um, what you can convey through audio because it's weird because we're painting that's visual however like if people are watching on youtube they're not even seeing what we're where we are painting they can just see that we are painting <laughs> right so that'll be interesting when we show the camera what we've made because they'll be like that's what you were doing this whole time i don't know um the sal one the mukbang we did that was that was that was another like experiment where we're like let's eat on the podcast it's weird. That's I we're always trying to push exactly what it is cuz it is awesome to sit and talk with very interesting people, you know. I used like the one paintbrush for the entire time, dude. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. High mileage brush. It's a Toyota Corolla brushes. I thought you emptied out your paint into the whisk, you know. I was about to be like, "Geez." Nah. That's a Yeah, I got to sign my name. You've met a terrible fate. Oh, you got to sign your name. Who? He's making it official. Man, T Keith. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, there we this go. This is rough. Hey, yeah, artists signing their own names. That's the crazy. That's the most difficult part of the whole painting. Is not fucking up your own name. There we go. All right. Okay, it's done. Oh man. All right. Are we ready for the grand reveal? I think so. Here, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna show mine. Or actually, we should we should let it dry off for a few minutes. We should. Oh man. Well, oh, your painting I looks. Sit back now. Wait, right. Let's move, the, let's move the mic a bit closer. Oh yeah. I realize. Yeah, I gotcha. Move it right there. Yeah, because we're gonna have to add all the compression and things to it later. I know. I realized it's just while painting. You kind of gotta. Just... Oh yeah. Well, in the normal podcast, we just chill. It's right here. So. Yeah. Um, you can put the the, oh, the palette go. over there if you can. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Very nice. Forgive yeah, me. it'll stay. Um, no, I can get the paint off. This was a very interesting experiment. I'm very curious. So this is what, while we were talking and just moving through the different topics, our brain told us to paint. I kind of went very freeform with it. I kind of just, I started putting shit on the page and I started seeing what it would turn into and ended up like this, very geometric. Yeah, I like it. it looks It looks pretty cool. Yeah, I wanted to make it look like a very cool like window grate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the smoke gang helmet is my favorite thing I've ever made though. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that thing is pretty cool. I was You're in like, like I was in like a fugue state. I was like oh, like I forgot where I was and on a flow state. Fugue state is where I lose my identity. Tyler cheers to great art. It's like a water. That was man. a good whiskey flavored water, yeah. Ugh. Holy moly. All right, Tyler. Once you let that warm you up a little bit, I want you to explain your work to me while it's drying here. Okay, so the the the, the painting. Okay, the painting. Can we can we? Can we yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, this is phenomenal. Oh, this is phenomenal. It looks like it says oh, no. Stu Garcia on the bottom. Oh, let me. I'll help you out here. 
It it really looks like it says Stu Garcia. Okay, so I like the tree. Yeah. I start out with the blue on the side, so that I could. Uh, and I'm gonna talk to you through your ears right now. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> this is the ASMR you, you hour just, with Tyler you, and Kuba. Art art critics. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Renowned but, uh, art critics. <laughs> Jesus. But nah, I'm just I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, but uh, essentially, on the left we have. I start out with the blue, and then uh, I was like, "Hey, what can I do with this blue? I can either make it a sky, or like the ocean. Like, what, what, what can I do with? It? I can make it like a fish. I can paint something." But then I was like, "You know, mm. it'd be be pretty cool." So I made a bit of trees. It look, the trees look good. They're like distorted, but they're good. Yeah, they're like they're like they're real. They're real. Those are the roots, man. Those are those are those are some weird trees, but they're 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 still decent. You know? Yeah, it looks windy. Has the impression of it's also like a, dark and there's other greenery in the background. Is it so? It's, yeah, it's like nighttime sunset. What is it exactly? It's at nighttime, and that's the path forward. Oh, I I wouldn't go down that path. I I wouldn't either. There's some, man. Ki- there's some coyotes there's down some, that path. There's some. There's probably some coyotes down there. Some bad. There's probably a bad dude back there. All right. Do you think it's dry enough to lift up and show the camera? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Got to gotta lift it up. You got your... Oh, that's it. Yeah, you can hold it by one. Let's see. Looks pretty dry to me. It's good. All right. There we are. All right, slab. This is what... To- oh, it looks... That looks ridiculous. There we go. It's nighttime. The trees, the path forward by Stu Garcia. The description for this episode is Tyler's real name is Stuart Garcia. There you go. Stuart Garcia. It does kind of look like Stuart Garcia a little, bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I didn't sign mine, but this is mine. That turned out pretty fucking... Dude, it looks pretty cool. It also kind of looks like a map a little bit. A little bit like a map, a little bit like maybe like a bridge or something. Like, I don't know if it should go vertically or what, but I've just connected different colored cells and... Yeah, it's very similar to what I put on the wall behind me. So do you think do you think this painting has a home? <sighs> Tyler, this painting has a home for sure. A home in all of our hearts and a home in this lab studio. I believe that anything created in this lab must stay here. With the exception of the Popeyes, we flushed that after we ate it. Dude, Popeyes, Popeyes, I bet, was a, was a mood. That was Dude, probably a vibe. It's a mood right now. <laughs> Dude, that's, I'm always in a mood for Popeyes. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, these paintings turn out just beautifully, man. The art really speaks. The art really speaks. I think it does. It's crazy. I gotta, I gotta figure out. Maybe, you know, it's very interesting because now we're using these color Polaroid frames. So this is like the color era we're calling it, where there's a lot of experimentation and the topics get very psychedelic and the guests, you know, we get really into shit. And I think this is like a, a quintessential thing of what I was really thinking when I decided to put the, the label of this is going to be a different type of show. So, Stu Garcia. Stu Garcia. Dude. Oh, man. Well, Tyler, I love that painting. I love that painting. I can't wait to hang it up. Dude, I'm excited to see where you hang it up. I'm genuinely excited to see, like, where this... Dude, I don't know. I just didn't know what to put at the bottom, though. The bottom... I like it. I like the bottom like that. It's cool. The top, this this image. Yeah. It's like the frame of the the picture. Tyler, you got any left? Oh, you got to sip. Cheers to Cheers. great art. Ah. 
man. From skateboarding to painting, oh. soccer, soccer, wandering around the wilderness. I think that's what this kind of captures this painting and this everything for you, especially we're talking a lot about being in parks at night, doing belligerent shit. You know, you had your skateboard and your backpack and $2 for an Arizona tea and snack. And that was it. I think that both of these images kind of capture that. I think they do too. Your image captures what it looks like in real life. And because you're in that teenage state where your neurons are firing, it's almost blurry when you remember it. And that's kind oh, of yeah. it. And then this is what's happening in your mind. It's just this weird geometric fuck up, but everything's kind of loosely connected. And there's some way where it all makes sense. you know. And there's some way where it all makes sense. And you have to look at it through a strange lens. Yeah, I mean... And that's just kind of true with life. You have to look <laughs> at things from all perspectives sometimes if you want to get a holistic picture. That's the beauty of art, too. Gives you those extra perspectives, right? Yeah, and you can you can view things from multiple perspectives and still like judge it from both its value because you can like something, but it it necessarily doesn't always mean it's the greatest piece of art. You know? That's true. That's true. Ah. There's a million hacks in the world, but you can either be about something or not. You know. Yeah, that's why some people hate art that other people really like, or some people don't understand it. Right. Yeah, like. A lot of everybody's going to say they sound like this person or that person, or they're going right. to say that they got the idea from somebody. But at the end of the day, like it, it, everybody is still always creating or trying to create something. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about human beings. We're always trying to create or we're always trying to get better shit. It's like this constant cycle, you know, it's like the pursuit of happiness can sometimes bring unhappiness. The pursuit to create sometimes comes with, you don't create anything. Yeah, but if you want the but sun, you, you got to expect a little rain. It's a quote. That's a... I don't know who first said it. God. I stole it from somebody. Yeah. Because nobody's the first person to say anything, really. There's a really neat riddle. Um, Not a riddle. It's kind of like a weird joke. And it's they finally make like a perfect robot that can do any task. So they, uh, they pretty much say, like, all right, we want you to study how the universe was made. And it's like, okay. And it just sits there. It can run forever. <clears throat> and it sits there and thinks. And they go, anything goes no. Anything goes no. The race that made it goes extinct. And it just sits there and still computing. All the stars die. All the heat death of the universe. Every particle decays. Big mush of nothing. But this robot is still there. It's the only thing left because it's computing. It still has a purpose. And it goes, aha! Like trillions of years in the future. And it goes, let there be light. I forget. There's there's a futurist or someone who wrote that. And it blows my mind. It's very cool. That's definitely a really cool idea. Yeah. Makes you wonder. I mean, in the grand scale of things, what we do is pretty pretty small. You can just try to make the, the most change out of mm. what like situation <clears throat> is. Or you can try and do the most with your whatever you know. Yeah. But from like a universal perspective there's a little bit of peace knowing that the universe will go on without like every single person yeah and it's like it kind of motivates you to really shoot for the stars when you think about it yeah it's probably like elon musk is singer he goes like what can i do to you know to kind of make an impact and he goes oh let's go to fucking mars if he's the first dude to get plant a humans off of earth they'll name every city in the galaxy after him that guy, that guy, I've heard some stories though. He's a doc. He, he might be a Dr. Seuss type character. <laughs> he might be, but I, 
I mean, he's done a lot with electric cars already. It's kind of oh, cool has. these effect he'd ha- he's had on autonomous vehicles. Oh, yeah. It's weird. He's just got so much charisma for a guy who's so traditionally uncharismatic. I like how he just made a flamethrower. Yeah, he's a huge nerd who makes flamethrowers and shit. He does, he's batshit crazy. He can't talk in front of people without, like, just, he's not a great public speaker, but he has so much charisma and such wacko ideas. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you, if you made it to as far as, being like the owner of like a multi-billion dollar company like Tesla, wouldn't you flex and make a flamethrower though? I would. Like, I, think every, I think every single person 100%. would. 100%. He's, he's fucking living out the he's dream. He's flexing. That's all he's doing. Living out the dream. That's it. Flexing hard. You know, because there, there's one thing. It's like you have a cool car. There's another thing to like, I invented the cool car. Oh yeah, this car drives me to McDonald's and to KFC and yeah. to... And to Popeyes if I wanted to. And that's what's kind of crazy. <laughs> this dude was a millionaire like before Tesla. So probably he, everyone had all these cool cars and the other people had cooler cars than him. He's like, you know what I'm fucking going to do? Your Lamborghini's cool, but can it drive itself? That's exactly like it's he's flexing. That's it. That's all but he dude, does. I think that's going to come to all cars though. Eventually. I just think. Oh yeah. That, it's, like, only, it's like a matter of time. Slowly companies have already <laughs> been releasing small features of it. Yeah. Like, you know, that self park feature that like lots of like SUVs have. Oh yeah. A Ford has a lot of self park cars. Hyundai has it. No- yeah, why don't they just no. do that for the whole car? Like it's just a control system. Yeah. Like it's all it is. It's, it's either an applied neural, neural like yeah. structure with a bunch of sensors yeah. all on a control system telling it like the way that Tesla actually does it. They have a bunch of, they have like eight to like, I think like 16 sensors on the car. Okay. Two close range, uh, like, uh, radar type deals. Uh, one long range front one, one long range back one, and and side ones, as well as I think they have GPS tracking, and it's all just a control system, and it just detects all those things. And if huh. the car is too close, it'll just like change lanes. So it's it seems just very like once you just get the right algorithm and the right hardware, a company should be able to implement it pretty quickly if you dump enough money into it. Oh, yeah, it's just right. an applied system. It's just if you yeah. Like, a lot of companies are probably working on it right now. So every car is going to have that. Dude, yeah. It's going to be crazy. Oh, it's going to be wild. I'm telling you, our grandkids are going to be like, you have to fucking drive. You used to have to fucking drive. You know? Ah, that's the best stuff. I like I like the like when that's moving forward. But I, what I fear, and I believe um, I was talking about this before with a guest, is that, like, your work week, your commute isn't your commute anymore. It's your company's commute. Because you're driving your car, that's time you could be working. You sit and you never fully unplug. I feel like the commute to and from work is very cleansing, right? Too, it's like you're preparing for the day, you're cataloging some music, everything. Music, in your you're kind of getting yourself in the right vibe. Right, for the right, day. right. You got your headphones, you're taking some walk, some fresh air. People maybe on the train. getting maybe you get an Arnold Palmer for the day. That's it. And then on the way back from work, it's you unwind. You're texting your friends. You're making plans. That's the best shit. And now, when your car is going to drive you, your boss might be like. It's going to drive you crazy, right? You're going to be working for an extra two hours. Yeah, you're making more money, but you're never going to fully unplug. I feel like it's going to get distracting. Yeah. I feel like people will probably just make, like, people will just keep on working with an automated car and then just, like, not drive home. It's pretty simple. Like, that's what I would do, probably, just because that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I mean, it is cool. Turn on the car, say, take me to Subway. It just takes you to Subway. <laughs> yeah. I mean... That just seems great. Like road trips are going to be ridiculous. Oh, be- yeah. Man. Because you can do so much sightseeing. Um, Imagine if they made a tra- Chevy Transit that was autonomous. 
Ooh, like a big van. Yeah. So you just load up like those. Are, they're going to make self-driving city buses probably very soon. Everyone just gets on. There's no driver. You know how many more seats you could fit in the front without the driver needing to be there? I mean, it's probably just like the fact that once they get that automated, there's just going to be dr- buses all the time for everybody, which would be, which is, I think, a welcome change in yeah. most of the U.S. I think that's a welcome change. Yeah, because my biggest worry with the self-driving cars was that it was going to make the U.S. more car reliant. We're going to have to build more parking lots because all of a sudden now everyone wants it. But also it could just make buses stupid cheap. Right? Oh, yeah, it could just revolutionize yeah. public transit. Yeah. Because electric buses, imagine and you just, the buses like don't run for, let's say, one hour from like four to five and they just go to charging stations. From four to five. <laughs> I feel like that's a bad, but I, I get what you mean. <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to think of an ideal hour for them oh, to charge. Um, probably like 3 a.m. Oh, okay, 3 a.m.? Yeah, okay. 3 yeah. then. Like, well, you, you could put buses on rotation. Yeah, but just get get them on charging stations and then yeah. them autonomously run. And I then, f- uh, yeah, I feel like the batteries they put in those would probably last for like days. Oh, yeah, Driving, dude. you know? Because well, I actually don't know how often a city bus fills up. Yeah, but up dude, a gas. city bus is active all day, man. It's going to mm-hmm. be driving. So you yeah. got to kind of trust it's going to drain the battery. What's the kind of mileage on vehicles like that? I know semi-trucks can get like easily like a million miles, right? Lots of guys that sell it, like, oh, only a million miles on it. But I like, mean, that's just because they have the engine the size of like this room. Yeah, it's big, big, it's like six-cylinder, just... Those things seem like they'd be fun to drive, though. You have to shift gears all the time in them. Yeah, there's constantly shifting. There's like 20-something gears in trucks. Wait, there like actually that. is? Yeah, because they... You have to probably generate enough uh, yeah, you have enough to keep, torque to keep it going. Yeah, you have to keep it going. It's this huge turbo, and they got like most of the time those engines have a really weird power curve where it makes sense for them. It's like 600 horsepower, but like 1,500 pound-feet of torque just so you can move something. It's crazy. But electric motors are just perfect for that. So, But getting, getting the thing moving is the best. Dude, isn't that kind of crazy that we're both going to graduate soon? That is nuts. Are you ready? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I am. It's just also like I like college, so it's yeah. just yeah, yeah. kind of a bummer. I don't get to learn as much. Yeah, once I'm done here, you know. Yeah, which is kind of the vibe. You know. Yeah, it's gonna be weird because I feel like in college is kind of the last environment where you're kind of living in a place that's entirely people your age, like. You're always around your peers. You go out in the workforce and you're constantly thinking there's people younger than you, there's people older than you. You know what I mean? So it's like you don't know exactly sometimes what their interests are. In college, anyone can be your friend, right? When you're here. Yeah, dude. Like, like I mean, you it's can. It's kind of crazy because I, I remember like before we started hanging out with you, like just before we like yeah. met up with you guys, I think I saw you at like a uh, at late night BU performing with your band right oh yeah 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 i mean yeah the squad was there bob and uh Dude. topping i think and bader and yeah you guys were there i remember that yeah that was dope i caught open my hands so bad but oh i have a story about that late night view actually but sorry continue oh that wait that was you which one the the that what happened that night no it was someone else it was our sound guy <laughs> Wait, did you, did you? Yeah, yeah, you were there about this. Anyways, continue with the the friends thing. We yeah, like we were later. like before, like uh, everybody started hanging out. Like we were just all like just hanging out in camp. Like it was a smaller group, and like our group has slowly been growing as we've been hanging out here. It has been growing. It's kind of crazy, actually. It's been exponential recently, and I dig it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. We need to like 
We never draft a constitution. So Chris has hanging up in his room now. Oh God. Dude, that late night BU. So at Bradley, there's these things. What are they on the Friday of every month or something? They're I, th- in like the, I think they're like, I'm not sure. I don't pay attention enough to the planning of those. Things. Yeah. But they're, they're at like the, the rec center, like the big gym that we have here. And my band was performing at one of these. And, um, it was fucking crazy because we were setting up all the equipment one of the sound guys was like doing something, doing something. And all of a sudden this guy is sitting and he's kind of got like his hands up and he's like crying. He's like, Oh, I'm like yelling. We're like, Oh shit. We're like, damn, something bad must have really happened. I'm like, maybe his girlfriend broke up with him. So we keep setting up stuff and we look behind and like the mics aren't being set up. We're looking, we're like, what's going on? And then, uh, Kuda, one of the other guys in the band turns to me and goes, Kuba, what the fuck is going on with that dude? And there's like a, a bottle underneath his feet. Like he pissed himself. And he was like screaming and shit and like crying. And we're like, what is going on? Is he like having a panic attack or something? And we think he had a seizure. A seizure, like, damn. And he apparently, um, I don't know if he had a history of them or not. I, It's one of those weird situations where you almost hope he did have a history of it. Because then he goes to the hospital, they know exactly what to give him. Because if this was the first time he ever got a seizure, that sucks, right? Yeah. Because now it's like, oh, this might happen more. But he was like, something was fucked up there. And the show started like an hour late. Because the rest of the sound crew obviously was not going to be setting up the sound. They're going to be helping their friend. And we're not setting anything up because we're like, well, fuck. And then people are like, what are you guys going on? What are you guys going on? And we were like, we don't know. We don't know. And like, we would turn around. Like the ambulance, the paramedics were there, like carting him out. We're like, fuck. And people are like, this is cursed. There's this meme at Juniper was good that all of our gigs are cursed. <laughs> Our first ever gig that we did was here at Dingledine where the microphone didn't work. So Kuda just screamed all of the lyrics. It was raw as hell. We had these loud ass amplifiers and drums and you could still hear him. Yeah, I bet it was fire still though. Dude. If you got into it. That was one of the most fun. We were dressed all like business casual and shit too. It was really funny. Um, for like a like a like a Jones Brothers type vibe or something. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, exactly that. And then for our our our, our EP release show we did last summer. There's no air conditioning, and like a fuck. Like we had to get all these like power it adapters. Was it was so hot, dude. <laughs> it was I. It must have been like a thousand degrees. I was so sweaty. I think at the peak in that room it was definitely over a hundred, a hundred three degrees or something Ooh, like that. Everyone, everyone was stuffy too. Everyone was, was sweating, stuffy. but everyone was fucking moshing, dude. That was so great. I, I was only wearing a vest, like like a zip-up, like, fishing vest at one point. That was it. And then just the guitar, it's covered in sweat, you know. Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. Um, so sweaty. What's the worst you've ever... I feel like there's probably at some point where you sliced yourself on your guitar. Yeah. Yeah, really bad. Um, it was right before a show. I was changing strings, and the end of the string, um, like, poked through the fucking tip of my finger and it was just blood was shooting out like a really little hole and I'm like fuck I really hope that this closes so like I kind of bandaged it up and an hour later I'm trying to like press notes like I normally do and I can feel the pain in my finger and I'm like no fucking way I'm not going to be able to use my index finger for the show that's about the worst there's some guys who get a lot of blood I tend to cut this part of the knuckle on my index finger on my right hand when I'm picking because it rubs against the strings that's about it if you were to like put enough guys on it would what it would have been like was it working or not? Uh, but you got to feel it out because I do string bends and vibrato with that oh, finger, yeah. so it's really like now it's super calloused, so that'll never happen again. 
Um, hopefully not. And also I change strings. I use different tuners now where I kind of put the end of the string in the tuner instead of through it. So that, oh. end, that end is concealed. Then you wrap it around. They're really nice. Those fender tuners, but yeah, um, that's about the worst. I don't think anything's actually been that bad. You would expect more. Dude, I used to play the trombone. Fuck yeah. That's the best brass instrument. Dude, that was a fun yeah, brass baby. instrument. I used to always like clown with it too. <laughs> so like I would like, like prepare a joke and then at the end of it, I'd go like, <laughs> all the time, man. Oh yeah. man, that's the best. But also you could just mess with people. So like if you didn't like somebody in their own front, you could just poke them with it. <laughs> Did you like slam them in the back of the head? I didn't do it that much, but I kind of annoyed them. Oh, that's great. That's the best brass instrument, in my opinion. The trumpet, sure. The tuba, biggest fuck, you know. Yeah. The trombone. People don't think about that one. Yeah, and there's like, I, I think if I remember correctly, there's like six positions. Okay. Oh, so you have different positions on Yeah, it. I think the sixth position is, is the uh, C note. Okay. Uh, B is... is I like the wow, so you only note. have six notes to work with with the whole thing. Oh, no. Well, okay. no, there's there's a seventh, and then there's... Uh, if you have... Uh, brass trombone there's there's a few there's a bunch more oh, okay and well, there's like sharps and stuff. But what do you mean by brass trombone uh well not brass bass trombone there's oh like okay. a, there's like a switch thing you can oh do. there's different there's different sizes of trombone there's like one with like a different uh <clears throat> it's like it's an addition you add on to it and like it allows you to hit another note i think though that's wild it's pretty cool. I never actually owned one, but I've seen them before. Yeah, did you rent one from like your school when you played? No, nah, I just bought one. What? Like, How expensive was that? I damaged the one way too much to return it, and then I'd buy it. So we rented it, and then they were like, yeah, we're not taking this back. You just got to buy it. Oh, my God. What the fuck? It's in my you... basement now. Damn, you have a whole ass trombone. Does yeah. it still work? It probably does. Cause it's so, but it's so damaged they didn't want it back. That's just because there was a few nicks in it. Oh, they're pussies. Okay. Yeah. So like, uh... Like they were like, oh, you, bro, uh, you were touring with this thing. Yeah. yeah, I was playing in like the, from like the, I think it was like the sixth to like the eighth grade. Damn. Okay. And then I got into drawing in high school. Yeah, that's it. You got to. Everyone's got to have some kind of artistic outlet. Oh yeah, some I kind like of way I like trombone, things. but I think draw, I'm a bigger fan of drawing. Dude, do you feel like sports could also be a type of art? Yes, I definitely think it's an outlet. Like, like creatively, I feel like you can be creative when it comes to sports. Yeah, when you juke somebody super hard. Yeah. Soccer or like know, tennis comes to mind for no, creativity. For that right? Yeah, tennis definitely. I think uh, also baseball is another. Well, baseball not the most creative, but it's just fun. Mm, yeah, I feel like baseball is really structured. It's too structured. Soccer. Uh, if, I think if you're a pitcher, you can get creative. Soccer, I think, is a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Basketball. Basketball is basketball's a crazy good one. Ooh, I think the most creative sport is like mixed martial arts. I feel like that just you have more options than any other sport, and there's just the fewest amount of rules. I don't know. I think it's definitely up there. Yeah. But every every sport has something different. Like golf is super like precision. Yeah. You can be creative in golf. Yeah. I think like honestly some of the most creative arts are probably like Olympic stuff, man. I bet fencing is probably one of the most creative. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Fencing is really cool. Yeah, they probably practice a while just to get a certain type of parry down. Yeah. And, and know how to counter things and you have to practice how to like see it. Yeah. That's nuts. That's a really crazy sport. That's really intense. Makes you wonder if they actually like, like what, like I know they're doing it for like the Olympic gold medal and everything like that. Yeah. But what do you do with that knowledge after you're done, like competitively fencing? Like, you coach, you coach the next generation of fencers. Yeah, but like the na- the nature of the th- of the act itself is is combat, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is combat. That's true. 
but I, I feel like it was originally like duels, like sword duels, and people started training themselves how to be better at duels, and then eventually they said, well, why do we need to kill each other at the end? Why don't we just do this for sport to practice? Oh, yeah. And I think that's kind of how it... But I don't know. I feel like some big motherfucker with a great sword could definitely kill like a good fencer half their size. But I'm not sure. Maybe the fencer would find a way to parry the big sword and just fuck him up. That's, oh. some, that's some like... It's like some video game type stuff. Yeah, right? Like Dark Souls. Dude, I started playing Sekiro recently. Oh, yeah. Everything everything that FromSoftware makes is just... It's like that. Bloodborne, Sekiro. Yeah. Dude, that game is that game is cool. What's the what's the premise of that game? You're like it. you're like this dude that gets like you're supposed to protect like this like uh, it's like feudal Japan, so like you're supposed Ooh. to protect like your master. And they, like, is it like sword. fantasy or is it realistic? I think it's pretty realistic, but it's huh. kind of fantasy. Okay, but you just get like destroyed by this dude in the beginning. He just messes you up. Damn. And then uh, you come back as like this, like this wolf with like a little like white spot in your face, but you keep on regenerating. Like you keep on being what? able to come back from death. What? That's really cool. I yeah, may, maybe I'll like, pick this game up. I've heard it's, it's hard. Really it's hard. Oh, it's a, yeah. It's it's the it's a it's the Dark Souls company. It's from software. Dude, it's pretty cool. They like and you can use this like grapple to like throw a rope onto like roofs and pull yourself up. Yeah, that's cool. So that's the because mecha- they always add a new mechanic in each game. Dark Souls is the quintessential tumble sword roll thing, right? Bloodborne they added the gun. This they added the grappling hook. That sounds sick. Yeah, dude. Damn. And you can uh, you can <clears throat> like once you unlock skills, you can do stuff during it. Like you can attack while you're grappling from spot to spot. Oh shit, that's awesome. Huh. And like you have like this prosthetic arm with like all kinds of stuff on it. Okay, I gotta get this game. I gotta get this game. You're telling. Yeah, like there's uh there's one like thing on it where you can like use like a fire a flame charge where you light people on fire with yeah. your prosthetic arm. <laughs> I'm all, I'm over here. I realized I was talking away. No, it's okay. I mean the compression will fix some of it, not all of it, but yeah. yeah. And there's also like this this loaded spring axe where it just like puts an axe in your hand and you, and it just like is a heavy attack. Damn. <sighs> and shuriken. Now I'm thinking because you get this prosthetic arm thing reminds me of the Infinity Gauntlet. And we had this debate the other day. Who would win? Broly or Thanos? Yeah. I, I think, think we said Broly. Yeah, I think Broly. I think yeah. Broly would. Broly's... Why, why, do, why do you say that, though? I feel like Thanos kind of sucks without the gauntlet. If he has the gauntlet, I guess he would win because he can just snap and Broly's dead. But I, I'm not super deep in the Marvel power balance. Like I don't I, like I definitely watch more anime than I do superhero movies like a Western superhero movies you know what I mean yeah. so I think I have much more like I can tell you right now that Broly would kick like Naruto's ass oh yeah Broly <laughs> like would for kick, sure Broly yeah so I know the re- I know the relative power comparison in anime right but when it comes to between comics and anime that's why I'm asking maybe yeah dude I think Jiren is like the closest thing to 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 uh. What's his name? Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, I think Jiren is a close is is, is closer because like, isn't the whole concept of Thanos that he's just like unbeatable? Yeah, it's kind of like just good shit keeps happening to him. <laughs> like he's just like the strongest dude out there, and when he has the Infinity Stones, yeah, yeah, he's, he's still like the strongest dude without him, dude. Oh yeah, that's he true. He's, that. like, he's like eight feet tall, messing up Chris Evans, man. Yeah, you're right. Actually, even without the stones, when he was fighting them. Messing them up. This movie's been out for a year, so whatever. It doesn't really matter it now, man. Doesn't really like, matter. If you didn't watch the movie then, you're not gonna probably watch it yeah, now. Just go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's it. That's it's been out for like a yeah. Go it home. It's been out for like almost a year, hasn't it? I believe so. Infinity War, probably. Yeah. 
probably about a year actually at this point. Plus, we didn't even say the ending, dude. So it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But no, the Thanos just—he's strong as fuck, with, with or without the stones. Yeah, dude, he's cleaning up. There's a reason he got them in the first place. People were afraid enough of him to listen to him to be like, okay, well, this guy can probably handle. And he the came stones. up with the plan to get them all back without having any of them. Yeah, what a fucking legend. Honestly, one of the smartest people in that universe. I don't think Broly is that smart. Yeah. Probably not that strong either. Goku isn't that smart either, though. And neither is Vegeta. Piccolo Vegeta is... Vegeta is decently smart. He's Piccolo just, he's, is the smartest out of He's like of a flawed character because his character is like written to be too prideful. He's a simp. Yeah, he's kind of a simp. Actually, all Saiyans are simps. They but actually like talk about that. Most of them are simps. No, because they like really... Um, they like to get yelled at, right? Yeah. Like they always they get do. they always get in a relationship like, so uh, their wife is like just super like fucking super like uh she's got the control, man. She wears the pants. Yeah, she wears the pants. Strong women. Sands. Maybe that's why the Sands are so damn strong, because they got strong women. It's not the guys. It's the, the women are the, it's, the, it's the women in that situation. Yeah, exactly. Taking care of it, handling it. Dude, that's it. Bulma and Chi Chi. Bulma and Chi Chi. They they're, got, they're they, stronger than <laughs> Dude, they're stronger than Vegeta and Goku combined, man. No, I'm telling you, it's crazy. I think it's it's the half Chi Chi and Gohan that makes There's him strong, an not the half Goku. There's back in the day where Chi Chi hit the Kaioken. Yeah, you're right. I remember that clip, dude. Dude, she's strong as shit. <laughs> she's strong as shit. Yeah, no. Bulma's got the strap, so it's okay. Mm, that's true. Bulma's also got all like the tech sector money. Oh yeah, dude, and just too smart. Dude, I can't believe that Vegeta at one point was wearing a shirt that just said Bulma. Not even the Batman shirt, like the other one, just says Bulma. Dude, I think it's it. hilarious that he's wearing those yellow pants, man. Oh, he's yellow, those yellow dude, joggers. Dude, that Vegeta's outfit, the Batman with the when he's trying to like, dude, it's it's pretty clean. Dude, I call that the inner war period of Dragon Ball. After the Vegeta saga is finished and before the Cell, I call that the inner war period because that's when Vegeta's it's like Vegeta gets really angsty. Yeah, he's got the Batman shirt. It's all insecure. Yeah, and then Trunks gets put in the mix, and he goes, "What?" No. I'm a what? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude. And he's got the strongest Widow's Peak of all time. Oh, yeah, dude. Str- stronger than Draco Malfoy, dude. I swear. Yeah, man. It rivals even. <laughs> who else? Uh, who else has one? I'm trying to think. I look um, like a really intense Widow's Peak like yeah. that. Other than Vegeta. I think. Uh, dude, I can't think of a fucking single person who has that kind of hair. This is dude from. Uh, oh, man. I can't remember his name. Oh, I feel like there's so many cartoons that I'm thinking of now of guys with like widow's peaks like yeah, that. It's a classic anti-hero. Anime anti anti-hero. Oh, um, I couldn't fuck. I couldn't tell you like what from a cartoon or from an anime. No, it's just that's like the vibe. The widow's peak. I mean, both of those characters kind of. I, I think Malfoy. Well, Malfoy didn't really redeem himself hmm. too much. Yeah, that's true. He just kind of got smacked around. Yeah, and also, yeah, if anyone wondering why we're talking about Harry Potter, that shit's been out for like 25 years. Yeah, straight up. So we're not going to... It's 2020. Yeah. I don't think it really matters that much anymore. It's 88. It's time to set it straight. Dude, you going to bust out some new bars pretty soon? Me? Oh, shit. Oh, I'll be I'll be making I'll be making the tracks for you guys if you guys want to be doing these disc tracks. Dude, I totally we will. should we should set up we should set up some diss tracks for DW Hype. For for people who don't know what's going on, which is probably everybody. Probably um, everybody, yeah. We have a smoke gang rap track that we've been working on. I'm producing it. We got some very wild bars on this track. It is <laughs> I'm I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see where it goes. 
Yo, dude. I'm hoping it's good. it gets produced, but I know how the I know how the group is. Yeah, group the group doesn't really like it sometimes. Hey, man, but we we've coordinated our spring break plans. So That's true. There is hope. I think there, there is hope. We're figuring shit out. We are. Tyler, I'm looking at your painting. I'm looking at the whiskey. We've created a lot of great stuff in this episode. It's re- oh, yeah. it's really been a pleasure to have you on. But I believe our time is out. So I was trying to combine out and up, dude. This is going to proudly go on the wall. Can I see it again? Show yes. it one more time. Let's show it to the, uh, to show all, it to the audience. To all of our wonderful audience members by Stu Garcia. What do you want to name the painting? Uh, Closer to the mic. Trespassing. 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 Let's do it. Trespassing. All right. Tyler, I got to do my end of podcast. My end of podcast uh, little pitch here. Thank you guys for listening as always. Thank you, Tyler, for being a wonderful guest. And of course, if you are listening to this podcast, then you are listening to it on one of our wonderful platform and audio providers that we run through. Of course, the podcast is hosted through Anchor, which is just my favorite podcast hosting service. The Slab Podcast is available on the following platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, radio public and of course if you're seeing our wonderful faces and our wonderful art right now youtube so um but if you do listen on one platform um just know that it's available on many others so just because it's not on youtube it's it's on spotify and it's on many other places where you can get it for free and ad free and everything we're hoping to keep the slab free forever because it's just a chill place so to all of our listeners and tyler any final words it's been good this is the slab This is the slab. I bid thee farewell.